So welcome, everybody. Some technical difficulties a little bit before. I'm not 100% sure as to why. But all in all, I could say that at least the technical difficulties here on Podbean are far, far, far better than uh, what I'm used to on blog talk so i can't complain there herbie's joining hello herbie hello okay welcome 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 so check this out last night last night with uh carrie we were messing around with some stuff and we were able to do live streams via our phone and i was able to use all my pre-recorded music so i was very excited even though it's not the preferred way of hosting a show. But, 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 I figured, what the hell, I'll try it today. Nope, didn't work. Carrie brought up a good point. Maybe because the show was pre-scheduled? I don't know. I don't know how everybody would feel about um, jumping in on a show with no no link sent up in advance. I'm not 100% sure. But whatever. So welcome, everybody, to Voice to the People USA Radio. I am your host, Dan Smeriglio, coming to you live like we do every Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Happy to be here on Podbean. Welcome, chat room. Welcome, Herbie. Um, not 100% sure if and when Dave will be calling in. He may. He may not. Regardless, happy to have you here. To everybody else, please share the show. Please give us a follow, give us a share, whatever it may be. I appreciate it. Hopefully everybody can hear me okay. Chat room, checking. Can you hear me good? Yep. Outstanding. Herbie, you still there? Yes, I'm here. There you are. There you are. Herbie, you hear me good? Yes. Okay. So real quick to everybody, just so you know, as always, you can find us at VOPUSARadio.com. Like us on Facebook, Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a share. And, of course, find us, both of our channels, the VOP Network and Voice of People USA Radio Live. Oh, radio, excuse me, here on Podbean. Follow, share, like, get involved, stay up to date. As I said, this upcoming week, Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, we'll be launching the Tuesday version of Voice of People USA Radio here on Podbean. Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, Rise Above the Noise, Conversation with Carrie, airing live, and then every Thursday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. With that... Kirby, let's roll into what you want to discuss because I think it's an important thing to bring up. So feel free to well, let it fly. I, I just, like I said, I, I mentioned about the, you know, Paw Patrols actually has gotten canceled for 2020. And it's really the depiction, it says, of anything portraying good cops. So the narrative, uh, from what I can gather from this, is if you're a cop, you're bad. Isn't that the exact same thing as saying if you're black, you're a criminal? Mm-hmm. So well, the hypocrisy the knows no thing. limits. Well, that's what I was yeah. going to say. How, how are you so hypocritical? I don't, I, I don't understand. How do you, how do you fight what you're trying to fight with the exact same thing that you're saying is happening? 
Exactly. How you using that as your tool, I've never understood. So, I mean, I yell about it all the time, and I, I go crazy over it, and I I've been doing it for weeks and weeks on end. But again, you know, even even the title of this show is "Society Waking Up to the Globalist Agenda." Yet, apparently not. I get I have a little bit of optimism every day when I see some people sharing certain things, making certain comments, putting posts up. They're starting to see through things a little bit. But at the same time, I think the overwhelming hypocrisy and weakness is still very much in control. I mean, let's face it, the, the racial division narrative has already failed. Um, now we're pretty much reduced to Seattle, which is a friggin' joke. And I, I would say all in all, it's it's run its course like it does every couple of years when this happens. And now we're right back to COVID-19, the intentional sinking of the stock market today, the intentional red flags, the, the tweets coming out from elected officials about the president holding rallies. And that's, you know, that's social gatherings and he needs to be condemned and stopped. So, again, if you hold a rally for reopening, you're racist and you're putting everybody at risk. But if you hold protest and rioting, you're OK. But if you're going to hold a campaign rally, you're wrong and evil. So now 20, yeah, 21 states magically now are are having a resurgence of COVID-19. And I said it last night with Carrie, and I'll say it again because I and I've been kind of preaching this to the world for weeks upon weeks upon weeks that this is all forecasted. What we're seeing now is just the next wave of BS to control everything. So then soon, you'll, you'll see the racial stuff brought up a little bit here and there, but it won't. it's not going to be as big as it was. hate to break it to them. But give it about a month, and you'll see the, the racial tension thing spark up again. Oh, we were ignored. We were forgotten about. Just like these alleged Black Lives Matter activists forget about Black Lives Matter every couple years until the media tells them it's okay to be angry. Um, <laughs> useful, useful idiots. And so then we'll have that spark up, but we'll be back on lockdowns. We'll be back in, you know, contesting between the Democrat states, Republican states uh, to hurt the economy. Then we'll go to the election. And then, like I said, this this hyperbole and this ramp up of, of BS is done because they could put out all the fake polls they have, but they know that more than likely the president will be reelected. So then that'll spark more riots, more violence, and then they'll spend from November until the day of inauguration saying uh, there was election interference. It was Russia again. Like I said last night, and I'll say again, wait for Brazil. They're trying to do something with Brazil. You'll see. Because Brazil, uh, Trump of the Caribbean, he's a friend of the president, and they're going to try to say they're interfering as well. Wait for it. Mark my words. So there'll be violence. They'll say there's electioneering. The lame duck Congress will try to do investigations. They'll try to invoke the 25th Amendment up until midnight of the inauguration. The lockdowns will continue and commence. And depending on who takes control of the House, then there'll either be a new investigation launched off of the lack of response to COVID-19 to push for impeachment, or they'll give up and realize it's done. But they're hoping to by then hurt the economy enough. So there, ladies and gentlemen, there's your forecast for what's to come. Um, I know a lot of people, including myself, you know, were optimistic about what happened in Pennsylvania, a bipartisan bill to reopen the state. 
and to condemn what Wolf did. But of course, he already said he's not going to abide by it and he's going to veto it. So now it becomes a court battle. And now they said if there's a ramp up or an uptick in um, COVID cases, then basically everybody who's green will go back to red to try to further hurt the economy. Because, again, the economic numbers were too good on Friday. So now we have to go back to, oh, we got to do more damage, do more damage, do more damage. That's why the fear talk came out today. Because the weekend attack with the rhinos and the generals and all that failed. Trump is wrong for deploying the military on America. He didn't. And I think that's hilarious. He, they take the bait every time. But regardless, they fell into the narrative and they're speaking up. The thing in D.C., I could explain that whole constitutional thing away in about five seconds. Anybody else could if they do uh, you know, more than 30 seconds of research and not via Snopes or Facebook. So that failed. They took debate. So now they're back to COVID. Am I off on this? That sounds accurate. I, I had a trip, uh, me and my wife had a trip playing to Kalahari, uh, the water park there in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And they they sent us uh, a cancellation notice and told us we had to reschedule because they weren't going to be open when they said they were going to be open. <laughs> wow. Isn't that awesome? So. And I'm uh, and then is that is that phase four or plan four, whatever Wolf's calling it over there? Is that is that the last stage of things to open? We're supposed to be in the last stage right now if you're not in green, but even green is subject to his his dictate. So that's well, the new normal green, as they put it. So yeah, we're only we're we're about to be going into phase three towards the end of the month. I think it's like the twenty third or something like that. We'll be going into phase three. Here, New York City just, just went into phase one. Mm-hmm. Well, now with with them saying 21 states are having a resurgence and uh, Dr. Falsey coming out, giving up more uh, fear porn, you know, he's not getting he's not getting the presidential podium anymore to speak from. So he's just doing his best to try to try to run down numbers and hurt the economic boom that already happened. So, yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. And it, it's it's sad. It's sad to see that people don't see through what's going on yet. I mean, I'm hoping that eventually it will. I mean, I don't know if you paid attention to the numbers that came out on Friday, but black support for the president actually reached its all-time highest numbers. And uh, uh, fake media, you know that. Of course. Well, that's always fake, you know, God forbid. <laughs> yeah. They're not allowed to think on their own. That's Biden. That's right. That's if right. You the Trump you're not black. You're not black, you know, says the man who worked with the segregationists, worked with the KKK and uh, narrated the crimes, the crime bill that Clinton passed to lock up millions of black people across the country. But, hey, they got the plan to fix the world. You know what I find funniest is they the people on this side of the aisles, like if if I speak on anything of of racial injustices, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I, you can't speak of this. You're not black, but a white old white man can tell a black man he's not black if you didn't vote for him, and that's okay. Always. Well, Herbie, we spoke about it last night. It's it's just it blows my mind that the the people who fund Black Lives Matter are the same people who fund the media and fund Hollywood. So it's a split between George Soros, the eighty whatever year old Nazi, literal Nazi collaborator. And right. communist China, who rounds up black people in the streets and puts them in camps. So it, it, it's like it, it's it's amazing. It's I said it last week. I said it last night. And again, 
the white liberal is still to this day dictating to the alleged Black Lives Matter protesters who are mostly white um, that, hey, now's your time to be angry and you do as we say. And I read this, I read this, you'll find interest in this because you probably know the name. And I will read this tweet last night to the actual from the actual leader of Black Lives Matter, which everybody forgets about. Now I'm I'm starting to see why. But this is the guy who was literally, you know, given the credit for running BLM back in the day, you know, the last time they were outraged. So Oh no, 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 not Soros. Come on now. He he's too busy. Sean King, the other white guy, um, who runs Uh, Black Lives Matter. Yes, Sean King. But check this out. He tweeted this. Quote, Joe Biden vowed to address institutional racism in his first 100 days in office. Why didn't he do it in eight years as Obama's vice president or during his 36 years in the Senate? Joe Biden is lying to black America for their votes, just like he's done for the last 44 years. Now we know why we don't hear from Sean King anymore. I guess... I guess he broke up with Soros and Alexander Soros and uh, not not on the payroll anymore, maybe, huh? I don't know. Most likely. Yeah, something's not right there, huh? But like I said, you know, yet again, we we see the people that are allegedly so outraged just bowing down to the white liberal yet again. So how does it make you feel when you watch not just the calls for defunding of police. I, I got to give credit to Donald Trump Jr. He put out a great tweet. Well, he, he shared a tweet, but it got a lot of play. It was scenes from horror movies like The Shining, Jason, Leatherface, right? And it shows, right. like, what's his face from The Shining coming in through the door, and the woman is calling yeah. 911, and you hear, we're sorry, the number you're trying to reach has been disconnected. And it, <laughs> how, how brilliant, right? So who... Who exactly are they going to call? Antifa? <laughs> well, this well, this was this is a conversation I was actually having with my wife just before this, just before I got on the phone. Let's do, let's just say, you know, let's just put me on the other side. Let's say I'm behind this. All right, fine. Let's defund the police. Great. Are you asking for all of all of the police from state and then county and then town? Are you asking for just town? Who are you asking for? That's my first question. Two. Are you now asking for the FBI to step in and oversee the state's <laughs> criminal activity, or are you asking for an entire, you know, uh, you know, free for all, nothing but bedlam going on? Yeah. Just okay, let's just go do whatever we want. Because I mean, if that's the case, there is a few things I've had my eyes on at Best Buy. I'm ready to kick the door. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and I'm not talking about TVs. There's a really nice refrigerator there. It's beautiful. It's an LG. It's stainless steel, and I, I can't afford it. You're ready. You're ready. So I'm ready to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just I'm just that- trying to wonder who, who, who's who's going to oversee this. Are you calling for no oversight or or what? That's what I want to know. Well, as we're seeing in Seattle, the um, the scumbags are, you know, the people's police. So now, Antifa, as long as you pay them for protection they will respond to your complaints and unilaterally decide <laughs> what, what they could respond to and how they could help you. I mean, that's who, that's who I would call when someone's breaking into my house. I'd call some little punk with a face mask. Yes. Yes. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me, you know? And listen, I said, I was going to say this last night 
So I will do this in a calm fashion. Because, no, the mafia needs to step in again. Anyway. So. Yeah. Although the mafia has become a bunch of pussies, too. Let's be honest. I mean, they're, they're a far cry from what they used to be. Oh, yeah, they're not what they used to be. No, no. We could say the Russian mob, but, oh, God, you know, we'll oh, be on God, trial in the there. Senate. I know. <laughs> but I said it last week in a yelling fashion, screaming at the top of my lungs. But I will, I will try to say this cool, calm, and collected. These states where the majority of these riots and whatever are taking place are in states run by Democrats. The... Awesome. The cop who killed George Floyd had multiple complaints against him. Registered Democrat was protected by his PBA, which is run by a Democrat. The police union run by a Democrat. The police chief, who's a Democrat. The mayor, who's a Democrat. The attorney general turned a blind eye, who's a Democrat. The governor is a Democrat. Ilhan Omar is their congressperson, Democrat. Democrat senator. So literally all these campaigns were funded with Soros money. The same money that is funding the groups that are out there rioting and allegedly protesting for change. So they're again, Democrats are consistently fueling and funding both sides of hate like they did back in the day with the KKK and the Black Panthers. Okay, so I find it rather ironic that people are so outraged, but Democrats have the plan to fix the racial injustice. But they have been the ones who voted against the Civil Rights Act, uh, wanted to keep segregation, wanted to keep slaves. Hell, went to war to keep their slaves. Um, I, I mean, how long will it take for people to realize that this is Stockholm Syndrome on, on crack? That their new slave masters are their old slave masters, just different faces, different year, different date, different time. And that's not me saying that Republicans have all the solutions, but I'm saying you're literally turning a blind eye to the obvious, failing to to really control and direct your outrage appropriately because they don't even know what they're outraged about, only what they're being told they're outraged about, right? right. The, the murder. So it's... It's just beyond me. That video going around on Facebook with the uh, the black guy who did the breakdown using markers and highlighters of <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna. I wanted to share it on here. I don't know how the hell to do it. It's in our group chat. Was a perfect, perfect depiction of exactly what's going on. But Herbie, again, I ask you, like we were condemned and criticized and had nasty comments made about us because we questioned things. And again, we were one of the first live shows after George Floyd was murdered to speak up and call for proper outrage. And I ask you, are, are we off? Are we missing something? Or is it just so painfully obvious that people want to miss right in front of miss literally what's right in front of them? I'm curious. What are your viewpoints on this? Because I, I'm at a loss for words sometimes. That's why I yell usually. Right. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. It, like, I, like, I know where I stand on it, obviously. I can't. I don't know, how, how do I how do I word this properly? Okay. Here, here's here's a good here's a good example. 
I have not been on Facebook now for probably about five days. I have not Good. been on. If you look at my, if you look at my wall, I've not posted nothing. I've been up and looking at nothing. I've driven went on. You got people on this on on the side that no matter what you tell them, you're you're racist. You're a Nazi. You're a bigot. You're God knows what. Mm-hmm. And and that's what made me stop going on there as of recently because when I when I put out some statistical facts, I was just told I was racist for it. I was like, well, I wasn't racist if it's a fact. Yeah. No answer. They just kept calling me a racist. And that's the exact same thing on this side that you're talking about. It's like, it, it I can't really put it into words. There's no words for it. It's just it's it's retarded. Mm-hmm. It's completely retarded. There's. You know, you have like so when, when you have people calling for the defunding of any type of law enforcement as a whole, you know, you, you really got to start questioning their motives. Yes, yes, yes. It kind of sounds like it's criminals just wanting to be criminals and, you know, not being able to be held accountable for it. I mean, what's her name? Uh, uh, Charlene McRae said that the, you know, a, a NYPD free New York City would be Nirvana. Could you imagine if New York City did not have a police department for 72 hours? I mean, <laughs> no, I don't even, I wouldn't even want to see it. And, and that's what I'm saying. The people on this side, it's like, yeah, okay. George Floyd, you know, depending on what you, what you believe, like I said, there's, there's, there's the video you shared about, these people are, are, are crisis actors, and the, you know they're part of the um, Freemasons. Mm-hmm. There's people just saying no, it was a racist white cop that killed an innocent black man. There's people that are saying, well, he was, you know, he was still a criminal. You know, he wasn't this martyr that we're making him out to be. So there's all different stories around it. But at the end of the day, it just it's it's two people. It's not the entire black community. It's not the entire police force. Uh, I, I'm not seeing this outrage. I'm not seeing what people want to be outraged about. Right. You know, people are shot in every community. You you have a larger number. Granted, it's a smaller percentage because there are so many more white people. But you every single year, you have more white people killed by police officers by a total number than any other race. Yes. Now, like I said, yes. You know, I had this conversation with someone who who had unfriended me, and, and his excuse was, "Well, it, it hurts our numbers." I said, "I said, motherfucker, you are fourteen percent of the population. That's that's, you know, four, things like forty million people roughly. There's like roughly forty million black people. I don't think you know losing five people is hurting anybody when you have forty million white, black, green. I don't care who you are. So it's not that it's hurting your numbers per se. It's you know, you're just viewing it as as an attack, and I, I I I'm not seeing the attack. You know, I don't feel attacked because that old white guy up in Buffalo got shoved to the ground. I don't feel personally attacked. You know, when when Duncan Lent Lent you know got shot in his own house, I, I don't feel personally attacked. Tony Tempa, murdered. I mean, that that kid was literally where he called for fucking help. Yep. <laughs> You know, he called for help saying, you know, I'm not on my medication and ended up dead. Now, if that doesn't sound really off, I don't know what does. I don't feel personally attacked about that either. I agree. 
you know, now don't get me wrong, if you go out and I find out in the last 72 hours, 170,000 white people got killed by cops, well, then maybe I'll feel attacked. But mm-hmm. a few people that got innocently got killed, no, I don't feel attacked. I just feel the, the, the officer that did it should be put in jail. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for whatever reason he killed this person, is he relevant? Is the fact that he killed him, he murdered him, put him in prison, I'm sorry. And I just... I, I, I it, it pains me to see the naivety. You know, it, it truly does. Like, listen, changing your screen to all black makes you a good sheep. All right? Being forced to say black lives matter makes you a statistic, a mark, and as dumb as they want you to be. You are now part of the systematic stupidity. All right? And as I said last night, I'm I'm the same person who laughs at the people. All lives matter. Okay. So. I'm I'm reading the chat room. Yeah. Uh, charming. That's because their leaders don't give two shits about them. And they only use them for political uh, racketeering, profiteering, and political agendas. And the sooner people realize that, the better off they'll be. But I make fun of I make fun of the people who say all lives matter. I make fun of people who say black lives matter. I make fun of all the naivety because if if you look at a person, if I looked at you, Tony, or if I looked at Charming, and I said, uh, uh, Herbie, Jesus Christ, I don't know what the hell I'm I'm, I'm reading something. <laughs> Sorry, but Herbie, if I if I looked at you and said, oh, you're white. If I looked at Charming and said, oh, you're Puerto Rican. If I looked at Rob in the chat room and said, oh, you're white too, then that makes me pretty much a scumbag in my own personal opinion. I look at people as people, as humans. And when did that become so improper and uncool? But it is uncool because it's not going to win us elections or make us more money. So the agenda is we need to get more Democrats elected. Because the Democrats that have been in power have done exactly what they said they were going to do, which is nothing, but increased the law enforcement presence of most of these cities, oppressed a lot of minority classes, right? Because that's happened. They've killed a ton of white people, ton of Hispanic people. They get no recognition. They don't matter. They don't matter. I mean, hell, um, Jesus Christ. I, can't, I don't even want to know. I'll go back to that one. I can't think of his name right now. The one I was going to talk about from before, but it's you're going to elect these people and fight for these people to bring in the change that they never brought in, except ran down your cities, ran down your towns, ran down your states, created this unsettled environment. But let's vote for them because they're going to show you the way forward. And I can't understand it. No, no. And I don't give a shit what anybody says. Um, well, they're outraged and they're upset. You're upset when you're told to be upset. Because how many people are crying, much less know the names of any of the black people murdered this past weekend in Chicago? I know that's an easy go-to to use as an example, but it's factually accurate. Or how many black people that were killed in New York? Or how many black cops that were killed since the rioting started? Or how? who knows their name? You said names. I could say names. Who knows their names? So their black lives don't matter. 
their Hispanic lives don't matter. Their white lives, their Asian lives, their female, male lives, whatever, it, they don't matter. Because we needed something to be outraged over that obviously was murder, heinous, and wrong. But at the same time, your selective outrage, you wait until you're told to be upset. And I just, I, I cannot grasp the mentality of people to fall for it every single time, or most notably, every election cycle. Do you not see the pattern here? And this, right. isn't, me, this isn't me screaming. You never scream. But still, <laughs> you know, this, this isn't the case of we have this one viewpoint but we're trying to dictate to somebody else to think the same way we are. No, this is nothing more than a breakdown of the obvious. And I don't understand why one, well, I do understand why nobody else is saying this on their media platforms because they're all in on it. They need to sensationalize it. They need to turn it into ratings, views, and money, profiteering, profiteering, profiteering. So as charming. Here's a question to you. Who is the Mm -hmm. two biggest, oh, no, I don't want to say biggest. Well, yeah, they're two of the biggest in the sense of business, and they're also two of the richest people in the world, and they're both Democrats. Name two people, and they have the biggest businesses. Hmm, let's see. Oh, God, just two? Well, just well, two, just we, two. Uh, well, we got Bill Gates, we got Tim yep. Cook, we got Soros, yep. we got the Rothschild family, we got, uh, I mean, Bezos. well, Bezos, yeah, that scumbag, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Well, you take those two companies. You got Amazon and you got Microsoft. Did now you uh, you still talk to Joe Nielsen ever? Uh, sometimes we go back and forth. Did you see the 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 picture he posted a little while back about when he turned on his Xbox? The the message that came across. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and I'm sitting there saying now. First of all, I, I will say this to anybody. I support. Um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, su- I support civil rights. I do not yes. support Black Lives Matter. I do not support that organization even one Correct. little percent anymore. Um, back in the day, it seemed like it was an okay, you know, um, organization, and it became so politically driven and agenda driven, and not the agenda that they say, that it became absolutely disgusting. I, I, I cannot stand Black Lives Matter as a group. So I don't want that shoved in my face. And luckily, I'm a PlayStation guy, not an Xbox guy. But if I had that, I'd just stop playing my Xbox. I really would. Yep. Oh, well, it's right. on It's it's on Amazon. It's on, it's on um, Amazon, Netflix. Yep. Um, what else? Oh, God, just so many. Like, you know, uh, okay, you, you've now preached your ideology to the world. Great. Great. It's, I don't think businesses should be involved with these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I mean, personally, I don't. I like. I don't think businesses should be involved with anything that has a political background, just because you're a business. I mean, and I say that for both sides. I don't think you should hang a Joe Biden sign any more than I think you should hold. You know, put up a Trump sign. I think you should keep your business neutral and put that shit on your lawn at your house. Mm-hmm. That's how exactly. I, I know a lot of people say, no, you know, you should be able to do whatever you want in your business. And, 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 I, and I agree to a point, you know, but no, I think you should keep your political opinions to yourself because you, you cater to both sides of your, you know, with your business. Yep. You know, if I have a business, I'm not going to not take your money because you're a Democrat. I'll, give me your money. 
is it not the same difference as the Nazis determining or the Chinese with their social credit score determining if you're on the side of the party and you're relevant or you you're essential. How about that? That's a nice word that people can understand. And if you are and you subscribe to our agenda and our ideology, we'll let you live your life. It's it's the exact same thing done on repeat over and over and over again. And I don't understand. Just like I see this commercial with um, that, that little scumbag douchebag, uh, Trevor Noah, you know, the guy who thinks he's funny, um, on TDS, The Daily Show. I love that. <laughs> That's very accurate. Trump derangement syndrome. But he, he's all excited to have Vice President Biden on. Okay, well, let's take away support, right? But isn't it supposed to be equal time when it comes to politics? So I, I, should I expect that President Trump will be on next week? But no. No, the media violates their own rules. What was that? I said, don't hold your breath. Yes. And it's, um, that's what I mean, man. It's like, listen, I'm not, I'm not going on a tirade here of support. I'm going on a tirade of what's obvious and what should be obvious. You have all these people up in arms and political pandering. I mean, the, the white crypt creep, crypt keeper and the zombies of Democrats in the House and the Senate wearing African garb and taking a knee is the worst political pandering I've ever seen in my life. But it's okay because they're Democrat. They get a pass. You look like fucking idiots. You look like hypocritical idiots. And in all of their collective districts, they're the, <laughs> the minorities are some of the worst treated groupings of people ever, right? So, and then you have, yo, your rhino scumbags, your Republicans are out. I, I, I enjoy this about the, you know, the oh, president shouldn't deploy the military on American soil. He did it. Um, the president attacking the president, attacking the president, attacking the president. There can never be unity. There's always an agenda. So, again, the facts are the worst enemy to the left, to the globalist, to the NWO, and to the rhino establishment. They don't like that. You could sit here all day and tell me anything you want to tell me. I see one person collectively attacked and blamed for everything and still managing to piss off both sides by doing something. Whether it's right or wrong is to be determined by you. But he's actually doing something and not bowing to either side. And... I think is it the first step or the second chance? The first step act, I think it is, right? Criminal justice reform I, that Trump passed. Yeah, I believe so. You're okay. about the one with Kanye, right? Uh the one that Kanye yeah, what are you talking about with him? Correct. That he's getting a lot of people released from jail on uh, bullshit right. charges, uh, predominantly black right. people, of course. Yes. Right, thirty years for some fucking marijuana. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I hate to break it to you all. And again, this isn't me being biased here. This is me stating fact to you. There's been one president that has actually done and, and he called, that's right, the first step because he said there's many more to go. I remember the speech now. And he did this in a press conference with many of the black leaders that are now out there calling him racist. It's amazing how they forget everything that happened when it's politically opportune or they're their new slave masters, the media or the Soros Foundation tells them, hey, now you got to get back on board. But 
Yes, whether you like it or not, only one president has actually done anything for criminal justice reform. It wasn't Clinton. He put you all in jail. Uh, it wasn't Bush. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't your Democrats. It wasn't your Obama who panders to the world now and did nothing. Yeah, it's always Obama. He gets so much credit for everything. Yeah. <laughs> but Obama did shit. Obama actually made it harder. He catered more to, well, well, he catered more to the elite. There, there, you, there yeah, that's a nice way of saying it. That'll be another rant for another day. So, again, at the end of the day, they can put out every commercial they want and do whatever they want and say whatever they want, but sorry, only one guy's actually done something. And that pisses a lot of people off, which is why they step up and now they're doing what they're doing. Remember the, the rallies years ago, drive him from power. We're going to protest until the racist Trump Pence regime is removed from the White House. We've seen this all before, okay? And Black Lives Matter, I never supported it because I always saw where the money came from, follow the money. But regardless, it started under the Obama presidency. <laughs> Wolfmaster. <laughs> Sorry, I looked at the chat room at a bad time. <laughs> um, you, you know, it's like, so I, I don't, I don't understand the, the level of institutional stupidity, you know? And yeah. it's right there for you. But yet you choose to fall victim to their expectations of you, which are very low. They expect you to be dumbed down, naive, stupid, and to go along with whatever they tell you to do every time never fails. The problem they're having now is not enough black people. Got to use their terminology. Not enough black people are rioting. So they use their Antifa bots, the class of loser who usually doesn't vote. And they go out there and they interject and they go and cause violence and pin it on BLM, which, you know, the BLM uh, leaders aren't going to say word one about. But you're seeing more and more activists that did support Black Lives Matter now saying we don't subscribe to that because I think they're finally seeing it firsthand, which is good. See the people that have the chains around you, okay? And that might be a harsh um, picture to paint, but it's true. Also, like I said last night, when you call for reparations, great. You feel like you deserve reparations, okay. And America owes you reparations, they owe you nothing. Slaves came to America before America was America. So you had best take your request for reparations to the British Empire, the, the royal family, because they're the ones who purchased the slaves or or how everybody's African-American, right? Mm -hmm. Or ask for reparations from Africa since it was your tribe leaders who sold you to the British that came to North America before America ever was a thing. Just saying. Again, history, facts, statistics, and common sense are the enemies of those. Go ahead. They already said reparations, just there's no logical way to do it because you have to sit down and figure out, well, who, the, it's got to trace back to who has ancestors that were slaves. You also got to trace it back, you know, who's going to pay? Like, you can't, if the federal government pays it, well, then what taxes that come out of? I mean, what if, what if you look back at my ancestors and I never owned slaves ever in my history? 
you know, it's like they can't figure out who should pay it, who should get it. And they even, uh, I, I can't remember the gentleman's name, and it's really frustrating me, but there was a, a young black man that actually um, stood up, and I think it was actually in the House of Congress when he gave a speech and stated that he doesn't believe in reparations. And if they even passed it, he would decline it because accepting that reparation then makes him a victim. Yes! Yes! He does not feel that he's a victim. He has not been victimized. He's aspiring. He's 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 achieved a lot in his life already in, in such a short amount of time. And he doesn't feel he's been held back or discriminated against. Well, it's important to feel that way, though, because they tell you you need to. You know? So, yes, everybody has to be a victim so there could be a savior. So the ones who have victimized you and reduced you to only a statistic to a battered, beaten mental state are the ones that now will give you the hand up. They've pushed you down. They've held you down. But don't worry. They'll give you a hand up back to the ground where you're laying before they bury you more. As long as you're constantly feeling victimized, constantly feeling abused, constantly feeling shamed, or whatever it may be, they'll control you. Because that's how little they think of you. You know? I see Democrats in the black community is kind of like that that commercial where the old guy was had the fishing pole and the dollar on. He goes, you got to be quicker than that. That is how I see the Democrats in the black community. They're, they're dangling some money in front of them just to keep keep them reaching, but they keep picking it up a little bit higher. You're never going to reach that dollar. Of course. Oh, Jesus You're Christ. never going to reach the dollar, ever. It's, it's never going to happen. You're never going to get what you think you're going to get from them, no matter how many times you vote them in. And, and, and I honestly, you know, because you brought that up, and I was going to bring it up earlier, I don't know how the entire... Um, war on crime bill from Clinton that Joe Biden was a part of. I don't know how that didn't turn around most of the black community right there. Mm-hmm. Like you literally openly found out this was completely opened up and, and brought down to the, to the bare bones and it showed that it went specifically for African American men and to separate them from the house. Yep. Like that is what was done by your Democrats intentionally, but you're going to keep voting for them. Yes. And That's what's the fun- that gets me. What was funny is just what you said, you know, dangling the money. Well, they know that you're always going to want the money because they're going to make sure that you're oppressed enough or you don't have enough jobs or you don't get enough in benefits because you all need social welfare because you're a lower class of person. But don't worry, we'll help you up. But remember, you're also nothing. So they're the ones that financially control them. So when they do offer them the money, they take the bait every time thinking, again, Stockholm Syndrome. If you don't know what that is, research it. And it's Another way you could look at it is saying you keep voting a Democrat into office expecting something to change. You keep doing the exact same thing and expecting a different result, which is the definition of? Insanity. Insanity. Yep. And I it just it boggles the mind how stupid people can be. You know, and, and to the chat room, yes, we we will we will talk about or at least I'll bring it up, Epstein. I, I enjoyed the Netflix documentary trying to pin Trump and Epstein together. 
when it's very clear in 1999 in Trump's book that he wrote that he never went to Epstein's properties, but he knew him and thought very lowly of him and thought he was a very disingenuous and bad and battered person, as he wrote in his book, and said he wanted nothing to do with him, but the world should know about some of the things he does or he suspects him of doing. But the Netflix documentary tried to say, oh, look at that. We know he's a pedophile. We know he's got Clinton on his black book. He's got Hillary in his black book. He's got Obama in the black book. He's got, um, Jesus Christ, Brennan, um, Wiener. Uh, the, the list goes on and on and on and on, right? He's got but, Clinton in a blue dress. I know. But, you know, <laughs> hey, but he knew Trump. He knew Trump. So, obviously, he, he knew Trump. He knew Trump. He, 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 he's obviously, uh, you know, Trump had him killed. Right. Yeah. Right. The same person. Nobody else that, had enough motive. No, not at all. Arkansided. Understand? Arkansided. I don't care what anybody says. COVID-19 still doesn't come close to the death count for Clinton. All right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you know, yet again, just it's, it's amazing to me. And he had to die. Obviously, he had to die. We all know that. Oh, yeah, Sorry. absolutely. There was no way he was making it. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but he knew it. Oh, yeah, he knew he was going to be off. He he knew he was going to be off. I would have loved for him to flip. I mean, I still wanted to see him, would love to see him, would have loved to see him die slowly on TV. But, oh, absolutely. Ah, you know, needless to say, he had to go. And, and it's just, it's all these things. And again, look at the distractions. People said on this show last week, fake news. Hillary Clinton wasn't being uh, subpoenaed to testify about the email scandal and Brennan and this one and this one. That's fake news. And a week later, guess what? It wasn't fake news. Sorry. They're actually still interrogating and they're moving forward with actual trials in September, right around September 11th. So let's wait and see what happens then. Uh, there's a whole bunch of shit that didn't, they didn't get their usual pass that they always get. So something was going on. Narrative change. The riots began, what, the night before the Hillary Clinton testify, uh, testimonial? And I think that became closed door and private then. Amazing. Amazing. But let's, let's put the expert, though. Let's put real people that have real solutions to change the world on trial in the Senate or at a hearing in the Senate, George Floyd's brother, mm -hmm, who already made the appeal to the UN security forces to take over the policing in this country. Again, look it up. It's there. It's true. And even the liberal media reported it. Politico, the New York Times. That's nothing more than a globalist um, hot button, if you will. We all know what they want. UN comes in, takes over policing, takes over this, globalist control, et cetera, et cetera. But yes, he's the expert now. He's the expert on how policing should be handled in this country. You see the grief and outrage and anger. You're not there for change. You're a political prop at that point. If you weren't, maybe you wouldn't be. Uh, did the funeral even end by the time he testified? I mean, well, well, you know, the funeral, of course, lasted. I, I'm, they'll probably bury him five more times still. Um, and kudos to fit in that five foot casket there. He was like what six three, six four. But hey, don't don't it's question like six, anything. Seven. <laughs> it was huge. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that five foot casket. You know, it's it's all good. No open casket either. God forbid. 
See, this is what I mean. It's so easy to be called conspiracy theorist, right? But Jesus Christ, there's legitimate questions, right? Legitimate questions. But hey, hey, you know, it's okay. Why wouldn't? Oh yeah, well, he didn't get roughed up at all. It was, it was, it was actually it was If you go by, you know, the the, the media, there'd be no damage to the face. It would have been a beautiful ceremony. Yes. And Charming's right. Yeah, Kobe got shit. Um, and then Joe Biden saying that George Floyd's passing and assassination is more impactful, more impactful in American history than the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. That's how you know you're dealing with a senile fuck. Okay. How? How? Oh my God. I can't, dude. They're doing all they can to make him the biggest martyr and I just don't I'm not seeing it I I agree with Candace Owens he's he's not a good martyr for yes. my community you know I well I I, I, I like I, Candace Owens when she when she apologized and finally connect um retracted what she said originally she said I was wrong he was actually arrested nine times not seven right. <laughs> she, she's got balls she's got balls and, but again it's so funny too. Have have you heard her speak many times or not really? I have, yes. So and, and this is the thing, like everyone's like, oh no, she's just a Republican. She is so pro black, it's not even funny. How many times has she referenced us, us when she's speaking? You know, us. She she openly admits I am a part of the black community and these are the problems we have and these are the problems we need to fix. She doesn't talk about it about the black community like it's separate from her. She is very pro black, at least in my opinion. But she's the one that also said, choose not to be a victim, be a victor. So right. that right there condemned her for life. You know, and and I she's just, a Republican. You know, she supports the party who freed the slaves, passed civil rights. <laughs> you know, so she's bad. She's bad. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't understand it. It's, it's so funny when you see, like, even white people will challenge her at some of her um, you know, conventions. And, and she's like, how are you going to tell me what the black community needs? Yep. You know, and don't get me wrong. Yes, you can have an opinion as a white person or any other person who's not black. But when you're going to sit there and the black person tell you, go, oh, this is a problem, this is a problem, and if it doesn't go along with the narrative, you're going to challenge them? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty pathetic. And I hear wind. I, I, I hear wind in the background. It's pathetic. Yeah, I told you. That's okay. That's Wazi. Just in time, Dave. I'm about to jump off soon. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Herbie's leaving us. He has to go take a knee. I Herbie, gotta, make, I gotta go. Make. I got. I got. I got to take a knee and, and support the defunding of uh, the police departments. Good for you, man. Well, remember to wash some feet and to put shackles around your neck like a good white person. Yeah. If not, what I saw that not, picture that you posted, <laughs> I'll tell you, I would have whipped them. I would have hit them so hard with a bullwhip. Those white motherfuckers, <laughs> they, they want to be walked down the streets. Oh, you want to play around, huh? You want to pretend? You want to play like right. you're a fucking slave? No problem. <laughs> right? I would whip the shit out of their white asses, man. Their white asses would be red. <laughs> I whip them. Not, not, black person, and, and Herbie, not one black don't person forget to get hit either. 
Yeah. And Herbie, don't forget to apologize for your white privilege while you're here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my, my white privilege. I had such a conversation with somebody about that about a week ago. And I was like, yeah, I got such white privilege. You know, I got to pay all the same bills. I, I, I got to do every single thing that you got to do. I have to worry about if my daughter's going to get into a college with a higher GPA because of affirmative action. You, know, you, you, know, you might get somebody with a lower GPA getting in over her just because they're black or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so, so, so entitled right now. You, you scumbag, man. How dare you cite actual things, factual things? You know, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Hey, hey, I told Carrie last night she spoke about putting ammonia on her garbage to keep the bears away, and I shamed her because she's against black bears. So I I told her as well. You're listening, Carrie. You're a racist. Yes, absolute racist. Shame. Shame. You know, take a knee, bow your head. Change all your screens black because that makes you uh, socially cool now. Um, and by the way, I gotta say this: like, if they couldn't hurt themselves anymore, my God, the NFL. Like, if you're NASCAR, you say, "Hey, I think what the NFL is doing great is great." Let me let me just follow suit. Oh my God! Oh my God! I swear to Christ. Professional sports have been gone for how long now? And at this point, who the fuck wants to watch any of that shit? I don't. Oh, like, you know fuck. Money. Just <laughs> Dude, again, if you if you watch sports, good. You subscribe to their bullshit. Colin Kaepernick was a bitch-made asshole because he sucked at quarterback was going to get traded, so he took a knee to get more money. The oppressed man. You sucked. And now he's a hero. He's a martyr. Yes, yes, you poor oppressed people making anywhere from half a million to 2.4 million when you suck. You know, oh, God, you you poor souls. You poor souls. Fuck him. Fuck LeBron. Fuck Michael Jordan. I never thought I would say that. Like, dude, you pop your head out of the fucking sand and you donate money to Black Lives Matter. Great. You just donated money to George Soros, an 89-year-old Nazi. Good for you. Be proud of yourself. With an $8 billion net worth. Yes. Be be proud of yourself. Like, all these people, like, I don't want to know your political beliefs. Shut the fuck up and actually play sports, sing your music, whatever it may be. But you have to make it political. I mean, I already stopped watching the NFL, but then today the New York Giants, you know, Daniel Jones is going to wear a Black Lives Matter something on his jersey. And people are saying, you just lost me. Oh, you're racist. We don't want racist men. Shut the fuck up. Like, I, I just, I can't. I can't. I can't understand. Just, it, it's, you're not being a martyr. You're not being a hero. You're being a statistic. You're being a sheep. You're being pathetic. You know? Herbie, go ahead and close it out, Herbie, because I know you got to leave. So, please. I, I, I just don't know what to say. Like I said, the, the entire conversation, the entire situation, I should say, is just mind-boggling. It, sh- it should be easily enough for the black community to see that 
the Democrats are not going to help them. They're not going to prop them up. And honestly, the Democrats want to keep the nation white power. They want the entire country to stay white dominant, and they want black people to stay in poverty, the majority of them. They need that. They do need that because while they're in poverty, they're going to continue to vote for them because they believe, well, because the Democrats are very big in the public assistance, which is just enough to keep you living, but you're never going to prosper. You're never going to be something. I mean, no one's ever been like, oh, hey, look at it. Look at him and her and their amazing welfare check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not, you're never going to get anywhere. You're just going to be another person who was born on the system, grew up on the system, and died on the system. Yeah, you know, it's like, it, it, that's, and that's okay with you, I guess, you know? Like, I I can accept that because they say it's okay. Uh, it, just, it just aggravates the living shit out of me. It's very, very frustrating. It's very frustrating. And like I said, that's what has led to me jumping off Facebook for a while. I may jump off it completely. I don't know. I may start a new account. I may hop back on in a week or two. I don't know. But you literally just step ahead of you already. You just can't change people's minds no matter what you show them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a there was a time where you could show a, a liberal, a Democrat, something, and they'd be like, "Oh shit, I didn't know that." Thanks for letting me know. Now you show them, and it's like, "Oh, you're a racist. You're a piece of shit. You're this and this." And I'm done with this. <laughs> the DARPA experiment, doing exactly what it was enlisted to do, you know, dividing people and dumbing people down more and more every single day. Sad, 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 sad. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the first hour. Herbie, you still got to run? Yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you. You'll be back next week? Oh, yeah. Outstanding. Thank you again, Herbie. All right, brother. Have a good night. You too, man. Talk to you later. And everybody else, we're going to take a quick station break. This is where you will hear ads inserted very soon. Not a lot of ads. I promise you that. But, hey, somebody's got to give us 35 cents a month. So, coming soon. But you are listening to Voice of the People USA Radio, our Thursday night show live on Podbean. And we will be back in about two minutes. I'd say two minutes. And to the chat room, please share the show. Get our engagement score up. You know how to work your magic. But to everybody out there listening, thank you. Thank you for the engagement. Thank you for the involvement. We appreciate you. Keep doing what you do. And we'll be back shortly.
And we are back live. Listen, I tried to do it on my phone so I could actually get our pre-recorded stuff. I'm sorry. It wouldn't let me. But I promise you, when I'm able to put on the pre-recorded stuff, it'll be everything that you expect it to be. It will offend you. It will make you laugh. And to some, it'll make you happy. And it will be it will be funny. It, it wouldn't work on that one. I, it, I, I don't know. It just it wouldn't work, Carrie. I tried. I tried everything. You'd be surprised. I actually gave it a gave it a couple shots there, but nothing would have worked. So essentially, if we don't start the live stream with like maybe 15 to 20 minutes of advance notice, I guess there is not a way to do that. I don't know. Whatever. Regardless, welcome back to Voice of the People USA Radio, the Thursday night show airing live every Thursday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. Make sure to check us out this Tuesday for the launch of our Tuesday night version of Voice of the People USA Radio. We're featuring Michael Jacobson back at the co-host seat, one of the OGs of Voice of the People. Melanie Oberg joining us, charming misfit at the helm, and hopefully, possibly Tony. My God, it's windy there, dude. So I told you. Yeah, you did. But uh, that will be airing live this Tuesday, 7 p.m., maybe to 9 p.m., maybe to 10. It depends. It'll be a live stream. Make sure to check it out to join us, to follow us every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. Rise Above the Noise, a conversation with Gary and myself. Always a fun, provocative, different type of show where we discuss a multitude of things and actually don't yell. So, yeah, whatever. Well, I yell sometimes, but, you know, it is what it is. Regardless, always a good show. Last night was our highest pod points received, the highest amount of gifts received or donations, the highest engagement score for any live show, beating this show from two weeks ago. So thank you to all of you in the chat room. Thank you to everybody listening in various other ways that you listen to Podbean Live that it won't show me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And again, please, if you feel so inclined to do so, Show some love and send a gift. Share the live stream. Follow. Stay up to date with what we do. Check us out on Facebook, Fascist Book, at Voice to the People USA Radio fan page. Check out the website at VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com. Follow us on Twitter at VOPUSARadio. Find us on Spreaker at Spreaker.com slash VOPUSARadio. And on Podbean, of course, we have the Voice of the People USA Radio public channel, and we have the VOP Network public channel. The VOP Network is where you'll find currently podcasts from Carrie and her husband talking about different types of issues, different things, different things on their mind. And it's a really different take on a lot of social issues, world issues, whatever it may be. Very soon, there'll be new hosts joining the VOP Network side of things, talking about anything and everything, although I'm kind of down on the sports talk right now because fuck professional sports. But nevertheless, lots of, lots of things coming, lots of things to be excited about, and I'm happy that we're going to bring it all to you. So please. Drag it up on the bank there, too. We're just eavesdropping right now. It's, it's kind of fun. <laughs> wow. Whoa. What happened? I had to put it on mute. Oh, okay. Mute's fine. Sorry. Go ahead. 
I ain't no. I thought I thought maybe I disappeared. I wasn't a hundred percent No, we're we're out here uh, doing some fishing on the Ohio River. My brother came in from Pennsylvania. Got it, got so. it, got it. That's all right. Go ahead and mute if you guys do your thing. Right. You could jump in when you're when you're ready. I'm not going nowhere. I'm here until nine, so you're good. <laughs> and as I was saying, we have a lot of shows forthcoming. I'm gonna do a shout out to the Age of Radio Network. The Age of Radio Network. Thank you, thank you, thank you, as always, for sharing our live shows. And now sharing our on-demand shows dating all the way back to 2009, which can be found on archive at the VOP USA Radio website. So thank you to the Age of Radio, radio radio.uk.co. I think I got a little bit better. Sharing us worldwide all over Europe. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all our friends out there. To all our friends in Asia, Southeast Asia, Asian Pacific Islands and I, whatever, you, you all know who you are. I say it all the time, but much love to everybody in the Philippines and South Korea and Japan. And um, it's funny, it was brought up the other day, Guam. We have listeners in Guam as well. Uh, we have listeners in Hong Kong as well. So shout out to all of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. To everybody else out there that listens to our shows on demand, found on Spotify, at Voice to the People USA Radio, found on iTunes, found on Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, podcast one thank you thank you thank you thank you i appreciate it and i'm seeing weird stuff happening in the chat room you all not supposed to send all the gifts that's not meant for all of you people what the hell thank you uh you didn't have to do that but thank you i I was just saying (sighs) anyway appreciate that the engagement score is creeping up though the engagement score is creeping up Oh God, yeah, charming and baby girl having a having a gift war. Yeah, either one of you should be donating, but nevertheless, it's appreciated as always. And just so everybody understands, when you do make a donation, when you do send a gift, it literally goes back, and we don't get a lot from it. I promise you. But regardless, it goes back into the production, to what we do, what we have forthcoming. So there's a lot. There's a lot of things coming up. A lot of things that will be happening very soon and I'm excited about. So just bear with us and know that your gifts and your love and sharing and engagement is very much appreciated. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And no, I will not do that because I don't want people to go blind. Anyway, so I am back. Obviously, usually Herbie joins us for the show and Dave is on, but Dave is in the middle of doing some stuff. So that's why he's currently muted. It's all good. It's all good. I am here. Charming will be joining us shortly. And again, you know, the reason why I bring up the things that I bring up are just, you know, and I know it's repetitive and I know I, I, I say the same thing over and over and over again, but I, again, understand I do so for a reason. I do so for a reason because I, I just cannot understand and I cannot tolerate how dumb people are or how dumb people Maybe I'm saying this wrong. I cannot tolerate how lowly the people in power think of you and think how I can't say this right. 
The media, the politicians, they think you're dumbass bastards. There you go. They think you're a bunch of dumbass blind sheep bastards that will do whatever they say, jump when they say jump, whatever it may be. And sadly, you do. You do. And there's too many out there. And I wish people would break that spell, so to speak. So that's what offends me the most. That's what upsets me the most is when I see people falling prey and taking their bait. Stop doing that. And that's why I say the things that I say over and over and over again because it gets it gets really annoying. It gets really annoying seeing how, how, how little they think of you, yet they want you to always subscribe to their mindset to their agenda, to their proposals, to their bullshit. And people unfortunately do it. And it's misplaced rage, misplaced anger, misplaced, ups like, just whatever. You are being used as political pawns and nothing more. And that's what's it's so upsetting to me. <sighs> anyway, again... I could go on and on and on about this, and I do. I really do. And it just it upsets me. It upsets me to see it take place constantly and consistently. That's why I get angry. That's why I yell. That's why I freak out. That's why I do the things that I do, because I want people to understand that you are bigger than what they assume you are or how they portray you in the media. You're bigger and you're better than that. You're smarter than that. You could be smarter than that if you allow yourself to think with an open mind, think rationally, and look beyond the bullshit. Or like the name of the third, uh, the uh, excuse me, the Wednesday night show, rise above the noise. Look beyond the screaming. Look beyond the hyperbole. Look beyond the orchestrated, typical bullshit. If you're able to do that and rise above it, you'll go a lot further. Start taking back the power yourself. And it's not done with your bullshit feigned outrage. It's not done with your rioting and your looting. It's not done when you do as they tell you to do or do what they permit you to do. It's done when you start calling them out and challenging, challenging them politically, challenging them on independent media, challenging them by doing actual rallies, not block down street blocking bullshit actual rallies be loud be heard and charge them and hold them accountable with facts that the louder you are the more nervous they get because the louder you are basically says to those who want to destroy us that they're caught and people are on to what they're doing and they fear that they fear when the people wake up. They fear when we, the people, take back our rights, our freedom of speech, our freedom of opinion, and our God-given right to peacefully assemble and be loud and proud and state the evils for the world to see, for the world to hear. They fear when people come together. They fear unity. They fear a brotherhood, a sisterhood. They fear strength in numbers and strength in conviction and resolve by action, real action.
They fear when an outsider runs for office. They fear when an outsider no name holds a rally in their town square, in their, at their city hall, whatever it may be. They fear that. If you're able to draw a crowd, they fear you more. And they will work against you. They will try to condemn you. They will try to shut you down. They will try to bury you, ruin your life, make you fearful because they want to intimidate you when you show them that you are bigger than their intimidation, bigger than their fears, than their fear tactics, excuse me, when you're bigger than their slander and you don't back down and you don't quit, yet you become more determined and you persevere more and more and more and you fight harder and you get angrier, but you do it in a way where your anger is just and your anger is portrayed to the world in a way that makes sense. I'm not going to go riot and loot because that's the stereotype that they designed that they told me to do that now I'm falling victim to. No. Rise above the narrative. Rise above the left or the leftist, the globalist, some on the right. Rise above their prejudice. They prejudge you and they condemn you and they label you and they stereotype you. Be bigger than that. Be bigger than them. Be bigger than the agenda. If you're willing to fight for it, if you're willing to take the hits and take the threats and take all that they have to give and you still don't back down, you lose jobs, you lose friendships, you lose relationships, you lose money, you lose everything, right? You get blackballed, you get you get freaking run down in newspapers, you get run down on media, you get run down on social media, whatever it is. And you still keep coming at them and you still keep firing and you still keep charging forward to expose truth, to bring about true liberty, true freedom, true representation of we, the people of all social classes, of all races, of all genders, too, of all backgrounds, whatever it may be, when you represent that and you fight for the good of all versus the agenda of one, then you are doing the righteous thing. You are doing the strongest thing you can do and you can affect change if you are willing to fight like you've never fought before. Steal the narrative from them. I've said this before and I'll say it again. When I was on a live newscast and somebody called me a racist and I asked that senator if he was done yelling and screaming and making an ass out of himself. And I asked him a very simple question. Do you know what's in my heart? Do you know what's in my soul? Do you know the makeup of my family? No, he doesn't want to because I'm a white supremacist. He doesn't want to know anything about me. I said, so you don't know anything about me, yet you call me racist. That makes you guilty of prejudging me. By definition, that makes you prejudiced. And what did that United States senator do? He took off his microphone and walked off in a live show. That's called winning the debate with, and this is funny hearing me say this, hearing myself say this, calm, focused, factual logic. They hate it. There's more power in your message when you take away their narrative, when you take away their stereotypes, when you take away, dismantle, and disrupt their agenda. You have the power. It's what you do with that power that determines the future, determines where things go next. Do you sit back and just make comments on social media? Or do you continue to rally, continue to protest? Do you run for office? Do you build an online radio network? Do you do, you do something more than Monday morning quarterbacking everything that goes on in life? 
Do you want to be the the statistical sheep? Do you want to sit back and be in a basement like they always say in your mommy's basement, right? They, they like to throw that out there a lot. They're doing that for a reason. That's a mind fuck. That's a mind control technique, just so you're aware. They want you to hear that enough so you become it, all right? It's a form of abuse. Do you want to be a statistic? Do you want to be the person that sits back and watches history? Or do you want to be the one who makes history? That's the question I pose to all of you. Are you willing to make history and fight for it or be a spectator? <sighs> it angers me. It angers me, and that's why it comes out a lot when I do yell. I'm trying to be good about it tonight and not go into the screaming and fits of rage, but I do so because I'm passionate. And again, as I say to everybody, when they call into the show, whether they agree with us, don't agree with us, and leave comments, agree or disagree, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. If you're passionate, there's something more there. You're not just a simple, mindless zombie. You're actually passionate about something. You care about something. We could work on that, and we could build off of that together. I don't need you to see things the way I see things. I don't want you to see things the way a Herbie sees things, a Carrie sees things, sees I don't want you to have anybody else's perspective. That's the words I'm trying to get out. What I've always wanted from when I started these rallies in 2007 and started taking the hits and taking the shots, it wasn't about an agenda. It was about waking the public up and empowering the people because you have power. You are not weak. You are not a loser. You're not worthless and you do matter but they'll never tell you that because they want you to feel like you don't have a voice, like you don't matter. And I'm not trying to be a psychologist right now. I'm not trying to do psychobabble shit. I'm just being honest and real with you all. There's a reason why 90 million people vote instead of 333 million or 350 million people vote because the rest of them feel like they can't affect change. Their vote doesn't matter. Their voice doesn't matter. They don't count. They're irrelevant. That's what they need you to believe. They want you to believe. They need you to feel in your heart and soul that you are nothing, that you mean shit. And I'm sitting here telling you that you do matter. And not only do you matter, your voice matters. Your mind matters. Your opinions matter. Your moral compass matters. Your perspective matters. You have the right to be heard, and you also have the right to be represented by people who do not look at you as a statistic. And if you don't vote, they don't look at you at all. They don't look at you at all. You're irrelevant to them. You're a poll number. You're not a constituent. You're a mark. You're not a member of society to them. You're beneath them. They're above you. They need you to believe that. They want you to believe that. And the more that people do succumb to that narrative and buy in to the hyperbole and buy in to the propaganda, they will continue to divide and dissect and assume control via chaos because nobody knows who's fighting for what and nobody knows who's right. You know what makes you right? Do you know what makes you justified? Do you know what justifies your opinion? The fact that you spoke up, 
The fact that you did something and not what the media tells you to do. If you go out there and you question something or you get active or hold a friggin' sign in front of City Hall or on the side of the road, you do something. As long as you do something, you fight for something, your integrity is never in question and you matter and you have done your part. When you do nothing and you allow them to control you, you are now exactly, exactly what they need you to be. A controlled, broken, beaten victim. We deserve representatives that will actually fight and fight hard for everybody, not just the electorate. That's why I get angry. That's why I scream People need to understand that your voice matters. Your thoughts matter. When will you say enough is enough? When will you say that it's time for me to display my passion, to display my anger, my outrage, whatever it may be? It's time for you to get involved. When? Or do you want to sit there and constantly comment about what's going on all around you? That's what I want to know. That's what I ask people all the damn time. When are you willing to fight? I just looked at the chat room. <laughs> I don't know if that was directed towards me or not. I'm sorry. I've been missing it all. I'm big on activism. I started with activism. We started holding rallies when it wasn't cool. Yeah, amen. When the BLM and leftist communists are one and the same, unfortunately. And thankfully, there's enough black people waking up to it, enough Hispanic people waking up to it, and they're not allowing themselves to be victimized anymore. Now, follow through. When you see what's being done, when you see what's being propagated, and you see it firsthand, firsthand, what do you do with that knowledge? Like Herbie said earlier, do you continue to make the same mistakes and repeat the same action over and over and over again? Or do you actually wake up and realize that you want to be bigger than that and better than that? That's the question I pose to everybody out there. And yes, I know I'm one person right now speaking alone. I know. For a radio show that sometimes had five co-hosts, it's me. And you all know how much I could speak and go on and on and on and on. Ah, I see Charming calling in. Is it 7.30 already? Damn, pretty much. I'm bringing you on. You there? Hello. Hello, hello, everybody. Hello, that's all my charming motherfuckers in the, in the room. Oh, God. And... <laughs> Yo, that's my fan base, bro. My charming. Doesn't that sound amazing? It makes you feel like you want to be a part of my fan base, right? Not really. Uh, but it's okay. Yeah, Good. Right? Doesn't yeah. it sound really mean? Doesn't it sound really aggressive? I'm sorry. Whoever's offended sound, by that. You sound like a Democrat. <laughs> you sound like a Democrat. Oh. <laughs> oh, damn. That's that's worse. That's yeah, it is. So worse. It is. <laughs> I'm a Biden follower. God. Oh, no, no, shut up. I'll hang up on your ass right now. <laughs> uh, hmm. Um, yo, you were saying so much facts, Sensei. I had to, I had to call in. I had to call in just to like 
tag in and just be like, you're right. That's <laughs> just all I say. You're just right. Like everything you're saying is 100% right. And I sent you a, a clip of a little bit of what you said. Um, uh oh, so you did it again, huh? I did do it again. You were saying you was you were speaking real low and serious, and you were sounding like Batman almost. You know, we gotta get a Batman <laughs> theme song going, like you know, like the from like the Dark Knight trilogy happening. You know, where you just where you just talk over it. <laughs> it would really, I'm telling you, we'll get we'll get beans. It really, really does make me want to follow. It makes me like Dan and Wazi more. I feel that, KK. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. My fan, my fan base is no longer the charming motherfuckers. <laughs> we're, we're going back to the to the drawing board. Oh man. Oh wow. Um, well, thank you. And you know, it again. I don't even know what I say half the time because I start speaking from the heart and I get into the zone. And that's why I apologize to the chat room. I ignore you. And it's not intentionally, but I'm just I'm just speaking, and I, I just I kind of blank out. I did it last night too. Carrie, Carrie brought up something, and it prompted like a 20 minute diatribe during our, our <laughs> last hour there. I didn't even know I did it. I did. I missed a whole bunch of messages in the chat room, and she sent me screenshots. Which, by the way, thank you to all of you that were messaging last night and saying those things. It means a lot to me. I I it, again, what it comes down to is. I don't want to sit here and say that this is just a conservative only show. You know my mm-hmm. you know enough. You being new to this, you understand what I what I put together here and why I did this years yeah. and years and years ago. I wanted all different mindsets, all different points of view represented and recognized because there's yeah. there's power in discussion. There's power mm-hmm. in an actual round table of ideas and a thought. And there's just I don't see this anywhere else anymore. It's just like, well, you could you could see shows with four or five co-hosts, but they're all the same mindset. It's an echo chamber yeah. of crap, you know. And I'm sitting here, and I I I literally I scream at the screen. And I'm saying, listen, I don't want you. I'm not saying, hey, mm-hmm. support Trump and be a conservative, be a populist, be anything. Yeah. I'm saying, be you. Don't be black. Don't be white. Don't be Democrat. Don't be Republican. Be you. Yeah. Be fearless to be yourself. And yep. mean something. Rise above the shit. I feel, I feel like, like the old man in the room. Yeah, nah. It's not even like you're the... Because I feel like, not for nothing, I feel like the old man on Facebook in the room, too, because I say that, too. I feel like it's... Nobody is... I don't know when... Again, I, I feel like I said this so many times. You remember when we was in school and two kids do something wrong? But, you know, there's a right thing there and then the teacher will come and she'll mediate it. And she'll say, look, both sides are wrong. This is this is the right thing. And this is where it has to happen. Nobody's really doing that no more, because now, exactly as you said earlier today at the six o'clock hour, you were saying it's all about views. It's all about ratings. It's all about everything. Like people are posting Logan Paul getting arrested for, for looting. You think Logan Paul cares about the Black Black Lives Movement? Of course he doesn't. This is this is the same guy who went to Japan and videotaped a suicide, a, a Japanese man hanging off of a tree and making a joke about it, you know? Like he's doing it for ratings. This is what everyone else is doing it for, but nobody's seeing that. They just want to be like, oh, Logan Paul's on my side. Oh, look, these celebrities are paying for the bail. Seth Rogen is paying for um, for the protesters' bail, bail, bail money. Oh, they, they must support us. They don't support you. They support, they support the crime and the injustice that is happening but they don't support you attacking targets. They don't. They they don't support you attacking your neighborhoods. They don't support you acting radical. You know. Yeah, they're gonna free you because you know. At the at the end of the day, is no different than a mom coming in and taking and saving her and saving her son out of getting 
beat up by her by his friends out of doing something clownish. You know, the mom isn't there because she thinks that the son is right. The mom is there because she's like, look, I don't want you to die in prison. You know, you you fought for something that you believed in. It was radical and it was wrong and it was extreme. You know, but you don't have to like die in prison for that or go 90 days in prison. You know, and I feel like people are not are not understanding that. They're just seeing that's which is something too. Like everything now, everything's binary, right? Everything's black and white. Everything's good or bad. And I put this on a on a post, which almost all my friends look past it. And I said, if the Joker and the Batman was the same person, would you feel safer if he was in Arkham Asylum or the Batcave? Mm-hmm. And no one can really answer that. No one. And then they talk about the comics, but it's like for real. If Batman, our, the hero, right? If you if you found out that he was a serial killer. Would you want him still protecting Gotham or would you or would you want him in the hospital being taken care of? And if he's put in the hospital, is that wrong against him? Is that is that injustice? You know, there are good people that do bad things and there are bad people that that do good things. And it's our job as people that live in this reality to learn how to comb it through, you know? Yes. To excuse me, to be able to actually to be able to actually jump in and look at all sides and give a down the middle realistic you know breakdown of what's going on and not trying to pander or to buy support or to buy sympathy or to buy a fan a a, a viewer uh don't you know whatever it is that's what mm-hmm. they do and it's like some of us are out there trying to be bigger than that and better than that and to empower mm-hmm. you and yeah. why keep falling victim to the one-sided bullshit and that's that's my biggest thing and you know it's and you i get it you're using you're using pop culture to actually that people can understand and they still can't get it yeah i understand what you're doing yeah and it's and it's it's a lot because you know like again i said this i I say this before on my post all the time this our generation or this generation i don't want to just speak for my generation because i see it with older people too we have a generation of where male sensitivity is really a problem you know now it comes to a point where i can't even tell a person that they're wrong in something that's factual and then it's you know like if somebody says oh more black people die in the world than anybody else in any race. If I go, no, that's not actual truth. The truth is, and I give them statistics, they'll go, oh, that's your opinion, and you're entitled to it. That's yeah. That's not that's not opinion. That's just facts. An opinion is if I say Star Wars is a piece of shit ass movie. Carrie, please do not attack me. I'm just making a hypothetical. But I'm saying if I say Star Wars is a trash ass movie, that's an opinion. It's yeah. not real. That's not. I can't factually make points. To show, you know, like if I say I don't like Michael Jordan, or if I football is a stupid sport, you know, like again, that's that's not a fact, that's an opinion. Again, people are entitled to their own opinions, entitled to all that stuff, but you can't make your opinions fact. That's a that's that's a that's wrong. Like you know, and people exactly. do that every day now. Again, the only opinion they want to hear is their mindset, their yeah. words coming out of your yeah. mouth. Otherwise, it's irrelevant, and you are a racist, you are a this, you are a that. Stop being that easy victim yeah. for them to manipulate time and time again. Listen, with that, I got to make a quick phone call. My boss called. So, Dave. Oh, no problem. Dave, jump in, man, and I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> Carrie, I'm sorry. I, Carrie, you know I don't think Star Wars is trash. You know, if you go yes, back on your text yes, messages, yes, you know Gary. the rats, the rats I have given her about Star Wars, about how much I love it, how, you know, granted, the prequels are not, you know, the greatest thing in the world, but, you know, I'm a fan. 
please don't kill me because <laughs> like, she will. But um, but yeah, but yeah, Waz, that's that's basically what I was saying too. Like I feel like you know, and Herbie was saying this too about the police defunding and stuff like that. And I was just doing mad research on the police defunding, like figuring out what the hell is really going on, because I believed, which apparently this is happening in a lot of states, um, but um, in certain states that they're actually taking away the the police program. And like there's a, a little city in apparently in Jersey that they abolished the police station. Apparently that city is doing amazing, quote unquote, you know? But, you know- I can't see how that's gonna work and how that's- I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't believe in that either. I, I kind of feel like this is like an extreme version of trying to fix the problem. Like instead of you guys saying, hey, let's just, you know, clear the swamp, you know, take away all the bad cops, start really second analyzing these cops, really, really, strict on the vetting no we're just gonna throw away the cops like that's okay so then what's gonna happen like that's why i brought up the joke earlier i was like the mafia is gonna 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 come gonna come back in and start and start offering protection because that's exactly how it yeah i was gonna chime in and say you know somebody's licking their chops right now Mm -hmm. you know saying yo this is our opportunity Mm -hmm. yeah they're booking their travel arrangements or maybe even relocate yeah, it's man, I I don't it's like people are forgetting again, again, they're forgetting history. When when the police force wasn't as strong back in the old days, crime took over. You know, the you know, the the families that you know, all these like I just saw a movie on Netflix, it's a really good movie, it's three hours though. It's called The Irishman. It has Robert De Niro, all the all the old all the old heads, all the legendary people. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. It has a, a comedian there, but it talks about how the mafia was really running New York City and how it was controlling the unions and all that stuff. And I'm seeing it now, like, oh, we're gonna take away the police station. I'm like, yo, we're gonna go back to this. We're gonna go back to the union, to the mafia taking taking control of the unions again. That means the teacher unions. That means the construction unions. That means everything. We're not, the people is no longer gonna have a voice anymore because we're doing it too radical. And then the bad, the real bad guys are going, yeah, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, wreck, wreck, wreck those stores. Yeah, take out the police because they're gonna come in. They're gonna go, oh, who are you gonna call? The police? They're gone. And I, I just, I, I, I mean, the, the, the mafia is taking over now. It's called the Democratic Party. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know they were they were in control. But I mean, I'm not even surprised because that's 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 how that's how the real that's how the real intellectuals move. You know, like when they when they can't do one one way, you know, they'll find another way to skin that cat. Well, and the masses. They're certainly controlling everything that's going on right now. A hundred percent, everything from media. Yeah. Another thing, even Fox is bowing down a little bit too. Yeah, another thing too. The last eight years, I thought it was before, like during 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 the during the Obama years, I thought it was really cool that the president and the first ladies they were coming on talk shows to speak. I thought that was amazing because now we're not hearing those dudes in press conferences where they have to talk. They're sitting down with Jimmy Kimmel. They're getting real questions and they're gonna answer it. So I would think, why wouldn't you do this to Trump? Why hasn't Trump gone to any late night talk show hosts? Why hasn't Melina Trump gone to any late night talk shows? Why aren't you guys inviting them? Why isn't The View inviting in, inviting Donald Trump? You guys hate him so much. Great. Bring the guy that you hate 
to the center of the conversation and really start talking about stuff. But I feel like they, they don't want to do that because they know exactly as what Dan was saying all this time. They know that once once you really put Trump in front of the audience that they're controlling, they're going to start seeing the truth. They're going to start saying, oh, yeah, Trump's an idiot. But, you know, not for nothing. He's done more for black people than Obama did, than Clinton did, than Bush did, than any other president. You know, he's really he's really helping them out. Well, I won't say the president because, you know, Abraham Lincoln really did come in clutch on that hour, but um, I feel like people are not, and uh, for the black, for the, I, I'm not gonna say black communities, for the urban communities that are trying to win back, you know, there's so many other ways to win, you know, you can, you can, and it's funny because they quote Martin Luther King, but Martin Luther King talked about building your own, building your own, your own businesses, you know, not, not following the white man's business, you know, you, you know, and this goes to my Latinos, this goes to my blacks, you know, if we if we want to win, you know, we're not going to win just by allowing the white the white man to paint Black Lives Matter on our streets, you know, or giving us another month. You know, we got to start really taking back our neighborhoods, you know, our neighborhoods that you say is ours and we fight for. You know, how many how many of you guys own a business there? You know, how many of you guys are not just drug dealers? How many of you guys are just really invested, you know, and to all my drug dealers out there? You know, you guys making money. You guys should you guys should should be investing. You know, that's how we win. That's how we take back racism. Yeah, and again, I mean the only part the, the only way things are gonna change is if people start changing. Yeah. I'm talking about within the black community, I think. Things gotta change. Yeah, and it's that too. It's like you know, and I said this. I, I was saying this to one of my um, to one of my friends last night. I was saying how you know, there's two there's two conversations now. Before, when I was growing up, there was two topics that people were never allowed to talk about: religion and politics. But now I feel like the two topics that people are never allowed to talk about is racism in America and women's rights. No, and a third, and now e- equal rights for gay people. Whenever you speak on any of those of those three things, no matter what it is, you all no one's no one listens to reason, no one listens to understanding. They just assume, oh, you're either a racist, a homophobic prick, or uh, or uh, ignorant sob, and it's yeah. it's not fair. It's, it's just what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Mhm. Like how we like again? How is people like us? Like how is people like me, you, Dan, Carrie, Kit Kat? You know all these people that are on our track. How are we supposed to be changed? You know everybody. Everybody wants change, but how are we supposed to be changed if we're not starting the conversation that starts it? You know, right? Like why are we sitting with these KK? Like I remember there was a video back when it was a while back. Remember it was a KK. It was a KKK member sitting down. With uh, with a black man from the south, and it was on YouTube. I think it was on Vice TV, and they sat down and they spoke about everything about their problems. They had created a conversation, and then at the end, the KKK man abolished his his membership, and is now is now trying to destroy the the, the KKK. That's that's change. That's way more of a bigger change than anything in in the world. Who, Creating who a conversation. Who are you talking about? Um, I remember I, I can't remember the full 
the the names, but it was a while back. I believe it was on Vice TV. Remember, it was a KKK clans member and a and a black man from the south. They sat down and they literally just talked. And it was okay. on YouTube. It went viral for a while, but it was a while back. All right. Well, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna drop something right now because I was gonna wait. And yes, thank you guys. I am back on. Sorry, when boss man calls, you gotta take that call. So anyway, I. I, I haven't been announcing guests yet because of trying to situate everything and get it all, you know, to where I want it to be. But we're getting close. Needless to say, in two weeks' time, we're going to be joined by former founding member of the Black Panthers, Larry Pinkney. He, somebody who you you want to talk about a true revolutionary. And now he speaks out against BLM. He speaks out against the Black Panthers, and he preaches about where it started, what that originally came from, what it derived from, and what it's become. This man mm. is a fire thrower, but he, he <coughs> throws facts. He throws truth. So I am very, very happy to announce that Larry Pinkney will be joining us in two weeks' time, and I will most likely have him on two hours of interview and the last hour open to questions from the chat room and callers and hopefully it'll be hopefully it'll be a a uh, monthly thing with him but i figured hey what the hell i might as well throw it out there since i just jumped in at the right time but i am very 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 happy that he's gonna do the honor of, of joining us and uh dave do you did you listen to 97 died x a lot back in the day dave Wazi? Oh, yeah, back in the day, for sure. Are you there? Yeah. Did you did you listen to 97.9X back in the day when you were in PA? Oh, yes. You remember, you remember Freddie? You remember yeah. Freddie? Uh-huh. He's coming on the show. He's oh, going to be on the show. Woo! Yes. Yes. That, for I don't a lot know who the guy people, is, but I'm excited. He is. He is. He was Northeast Pennsylvania's Howard Stern. <laughs> guy, is, guy is legend. Legend. He's also, I believe he was the, the manager that broke Breaking Benjamin and you know a lot of freaking bands. But this guy had a morning show in, in PA on 97.9X, and he was amazing. So very, I got confirmation today that he will be joining us, which I'm very, very happy about. And I I just want to throw that out there because hey, it excited me. So what the hell, you know? And that's going to be oh, an yeah. awesome. I, I guess it's not a Larry Pinkney level because of what Larry Pinkney means to uh, a nationwide, a worldwide movement. But Freddie, that's just I asked this freaking cool. That guy is he's he's awesome, but he's also very intellectual and has a lot of awesome viewpoints and a lot of different things. And it's going to be really cool to have him join us and take part of what we do here. So I just want to throw that out there. So, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I dropped a few hints and, you know, again, I, I have, I have all these different hosts that uh, not host, uh, freaking guests that are waiting and waiting and waiting. I, I think that I can officially say that we've, we found our platform. I I'm guessing Podbean is going to be it. There will be a network and in, inclusion in there as well. I don't know. I'm going to do something with a, a live 365 or a, uh, anyway, we'll we'll get into that, and obviously video streaming and things of that nature. But I'd say Podbean is pretty much taken over. 
I say we're done with, well, I'm not saying maybe as, as after this month, I am not paying the bill again for blog talk radio. So that'll be gone. What we we have. Yeah, we have their archives. We have their shit, but Podbean, you guys won. The chat room won. Your engagement is awesome. Look at that engagement score. Jesus. 1,030, 555 pod points. Last night we, we had 804. Oh, Jesus, man. Yes. I, I am late. I'm late. I owe everybody a lot of this. Hang on. Hang on. Yes. Yes. Everybody. Thank you. Send it to the, send it to the Kit Kats, too, because I think they have beef with me because I made fun of Star Wars. Oh, well, yeah, I, I don't even talk about that crap because personally, I hate Star Wars and I hate Star Trek <laughs> and I hate all that shit. Sorry. Oh, yeah, Star Trek is weird. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and again, I, I mean, I watched Star Wars growing up and I wasn't impressed by it. And now it's all like social justice wars. So everybody's got to be woke. So, you know, <laughs> fuck off. Facts. Like, like most of Hollywood and most of movies and shit like that. Like, yeah, go to hell. The more you talk, the more I hate you and I will not send you money and support you. So, you know. No offense, no, Carrie. I mean, for for people who like, I mean, that's that's different. I don't I don't bash them for that. But my personal opinion, like, pff, no, not a fan. Ever been? I like spaceballs more than all of it. So, <laughs> yo, shout out to spaceballs. Yes, bomb. Spaceballs was, was legend. <laughs> legend. You know, so. fun fact about Carrie. I think she has spaceballs the DVD in her collection. I'm not gonna even hold you. Probably. I mean, <laughs> that movie was friggin' great. But anyway, I, I digress. I digress. So what what I wanted to touch on also, now that we have you two on, it's not just me doing my diatribes. I didn't check out your, your video clip yet, obviously, Charming, but thank you. And That's like right. I said, I, I, I don't know. I don't ever I don't ever think I don't even I don't ever think highly of anything that I say or do, because it's all just, it's all just passion for me. But apparently that's, uh, there were uh, the rant that Carrie went on last night and the rant that I went on or the, whatever it was, my diatribe, they're both clip worthy. And that's something I would like to do. And that's something that you have, I don't know how you work your mastery with that, but I like the clips and I want to start engaging that into promotional things. So 100%. just as an FYI, no After problem. the show, I'm going to clip Carrie's um, rant and your rant. I just got to do it in multiple parts because you guys rant for a while. Yeah, well, mostly Carrie. She talks too much. You know, she is always ranting about something and she screams. I'm being sarcastic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but. No, that, I, I think that's cool. And, oh, damn, we're we're already 49 minutes into the second hour. Jesus, that went fast. That was a good talk. That was good stuff. There's a lot, but now I'm gonna ask you from because you have a different perspective on things. So I'm curious. I'm curious, I'm curious, I'm curious. What are your what's your viewpoint now on the the magical and uh wonderful resurgence, resurgence of COVID-19? Um I feel I don't know. I feel like it's like I feel Bullshit? like right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Like, I feel like it's not deadly because, again, I we found out that people that are asymptomatic cannot spread it now. Before well, it was oh, on. asymptomatic, you 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 can spread it. Now it's oh yeah, if you're asymptomatic, you're perfectly fine. So it's basically if you have if you have COVID nineteen, just just stay home, like having a flu. 
So I just don't understand why is New York still in phase one when we already know, okay, people that are asymptomatic can go outside, which that's a giant population of the people that have the cases. So that should, like, I'm very curious about that, you know? But uh, it's, but that's with everything. Like, you know, like it's, it's, from this whole thing, I've been very curious on how, on why information is being is being leaked so much, false and not false information. Um, I was confused on why, when false information is being spread out, our leaders are slow to, oh, this isn't true, you know? Like, it's kind of like, everything's been like an experiment. Oh, let's see how this, COVID-19 theory works. Oh, oh, it doesn't work? Okay, um, full C, go on and say that it's a lie. And then let's see how this one works. And like, I feel like it's just a big thing. Like so for me right now, I feel like COVID-19 is no is just as serious as getting the flu. Yes, you can die, take, take care of yourself. And another thing, nobody's talking about being fit. Everybody's talking about vaccines, pills, Advil medications, something for like glaucoma or something that cures COVID-19. When all the people that I follow that are, are athletes and all these people are professional fighters, they just say, yo, as long as you just stay healthy, go running, eat well, you can fight COVID-19 a lot better than any than anybody else because it's your immune system that defeats it. There's no cure. It's just you. So nobody's selling that. It's it's funny to me how it's it's nothing more. And again, I go back to the title of this show. When I create these titles, I'm not going for anything earth shattering, but I'm trying to do something that's going to invoke thought. And I say lockdown radio number 10 because that's just 10 weeks into, uh, you know, from when I started this. But but yeah. is society waking up to the globalist agenda? I asked that question again and again and again. And are people starting to wake up and see that everything is deliberate? Yeah. everything is intentional it's timed it's propagated mm-hmm. it's propagandized and it's used yeah. as a tool to economy was doing great the other day come out and talk bad about covid today economy drops 18 you see it's all intentional yeah it's- it was like on news it was like some state like oh a thousand people just on the start of reopening got hit of covid 19 okay of course. okay of course. Like, let's, let's, I don't know. I feel like people, again, people are focused on so many wrong things. They're focused on the vaccine of COVID-19, but they're not focused on working out to fight COVID-19 themselves. They're focused right. on 6 9 being a snitch, but they're perfectly fine of defending R. Kelly because he's a f- sexual child fucking scumbag. Yeah. Like, what are we, like, what are we doing here, America? Like, we're well, all just- societal heroes and and figureheads they could use to distract you from the real shit going on because they expect you to be dumb enough to constantly care more about what a a uh, freaking lebron or freaking uh whatever is doing because you need to focus on that while we play the shell game understand so that's that's where all right uh, hang on hang on i'm seeing the chat room tony what's up brother um listen Call in after we do the next break in six minutes when we start the third hour. Uh, give a call, and then I'll put you on, just so that way you're not sitting there on hold, wasting your time. If that's good with you, so call in. We got uh, yeah, about a little bit over five minutes left to go until we take a two, three minute break, and then when I do the lead in for the third hour, give a call. I gotta hear this scoop. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tony's great. Tony, Tony's gonna be doing his thing. He's gonna be doing his thing with us. I'm gonna call him out in the air publicly, but uh. 
No, it's just, it's amazing how you literally watch it play out. And again, they're doing everything now in plain sight, right in front of you. And that's what amazes me. And people are still uh, not as blind as they were. Now, I'm going to say this because there's a lot of things we could talk about when it goes down to conspiracy theories. And I do want to touch on that. We don't, we won't do it today, but like that video I shared earlier and Dave shared a Mm -hmm. video. There's a lot of people, and these aren't your typical, oh, fat white people with their tinfoil hats. That's the, the common stereotype. The uh, let's, let's face it. The two videos that we are sharing in the group today are both by black men and pointing out obvious truths and actually starting to do investigative shit and breaking down side-by-side comparisons, factual evidence. These Maybe we will go into it in the third hour. I, I can't share the link. To the chat room, I, I tried sharing a link to yeah. these videos from Messenger. Bobby, it will not... you gotta you gotta do better than this, Bobby. We gotta be yes. able to send links and gifs. Yes, and and we I did this last night, and I'll do this again to Podbean Universe, to everybody in the chat room. Please, 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 feel free to email Podbean support and create a ticket and say you want to see the video streaming in conjunction with the audio streaming that you promise in your premium package that you say you can't do yet. And you want to be able to hear this show on a desktop and not just an app. And we should be able to play our pre-recorded audio via desktop and app. All right. You don't have to bring up all that crap, but you, you could bring up whatever you want. But I would say since they claim to, they claim. Yeah. They claim to be, you know, well, if, they, if we get enough consensus and enough people want it. So email Podbean support. Be nice, be friendly, and say, hey, there's a lot of changes we'd like to see. And, you know, be heard. Let's see. So far, Podbean's impressed me, but there's some things they could definitely do better on. But, you know, these are videos that need to be spoken about because there's a lot there. But what I'm saying is there's a lot more. I was going some of are bad grammatically there. There are many more people out there that are waking up to some of the things that are happening and it's refreshing to see. That's what I'm getting at. It's not just your, your Alex Jones world saying these things, which again, people could hate Alex Jones all day, but the Mm -hmm. part that scares you the most about Alex Jones is about 70 to 75% of this shit. Yep. He's right. Or he's Mm -hmm. proven right. Wait around long enough. And the crazy man will be proven correct. That's what scares you the most. But now we're seeing other people, independent people, people, you know, random people doing their own digging, their own deep diving. That's what's freaking cool. And I love seeing that. And that's what I think is starting to happen slowly. I want to see it happen more. That's why I go off about this stuff. But it's like we're getting there. We're getting there, but we're not there yet. It kind of reminds me of. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, I, just, I just wanted to say it just wanted to, it kind of remind me of that scene in Wally. Remember when all the fat people were in the chairs? Then that one fat guy, his chair broke. Then he started realizing, like, oh hey, all this stuff is here. Why am I on the chair? Like he started to realize that this is wrong. Then all then he starts getting all the other fat people to get off the chairs. And then they all start, you know, changing. I feel like that's kind of what's happening right now. People are breaking their chairs and they're going, Oh, this is it. Okay, and now we're going to start seeing more and more and more chairs break. I can't speak to that movie because I would never watch such a thing, but um, I get where you're going. <laughs> and it's kind of. Oh, I'll, it, send you, I'll, send, I'll send you the scene from one of them. Uh, that's yeah, fine. It's spot on. Yeah, it's spot on on, on what you're saying. 
It goes back to what Herbie brought up in the first hour, though. Again, the definition <laughs> yeah. of insanity. When enough people are doing the same thing and getting the same results, when do you say, hey, maybe I'm going to do this or I'm going to say this or I'm going to go this way. I'm not going to fall victim to what they're laying out for me. You know what I mean? And that yep. I think is it's refreshing. It's nice to see. And that's why platforms such as this are I can say I don't give a damn. We're gaining popularity. I will say we're getting a hell of a lot of on-demand listens, and that's cool. I, I will always do shout out to all those who don't listen live but listen after the fact. Some people, mm -hmm. it's it's difficult because they got to download an app to hear us. I get it, but more and more people are coming online, coming on board. So I love it. But again, this is just nothing more than a platform to ask you to start asking those questions yourself, to start opening up to the fact that maybe what you're being force fed every day in the media and social media isn't exactly the only way, the only narrative, the only story. There's more out there if you're willing to open up your mind, open up your heart and to fight for truth. And if you fight for truth, you'll never be in the wrong. With that, we're going to go into the break and we will be back in about two to three minutes. And I thank you all. And I only have the three songs. So sorry, everybody. It's going to be a repeat of the same music, but We'll be right back. And hey, share the show. Share the show. Engage. Uh, do what you do. Work your pod bean magic. Feel free to get us out there to more people. Get that engagement score up. Whatever it may be. Please. I thank you in advance.
Uh, that's some really bad reintroduction music. Uh, I thought I, I was trying to add shit quick. All right, it didn't work. I dropped the ball. It's okay. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Just shut it's up. Like we're coming into a game show. Like welcome back. Yeah, we there. are here. There, <laughs> there. Uh, I feel better now. Okay, I, I tried to vindicate the last minute. All right. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat room for sharing the live show. Thank you. You are listening live, live, live on Podbean, the voice of the People USA Radio, the Thursday night three-hour edition from 6 to 9 every Thursday. And make sure to join us this coming Tuesday, 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 Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for the launch of Voice to the People USA, the Tuesday night edition. Two or three hours, different co-host, different feel, different vibe, right here on Podbean. Join us every Wednesday from 7 p.m. Eastern to 9 p.m. Eastern for a rise above the noise and conversation with Carrie and Dan, our weekly show. And as I said, every Thursday, 6 to 9, we are here doing what we do. And on what I call the flagship show, only because it's been around since 2009. The Voice of the People USA Radio. Three-hour extravaganza, which may bore the hell out of some people and excite other people. They may look forward to it. They may come on here just to bash us and make fun of us. Whatever it may be, thank you for your interaction. As always, check out the website, VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com. On Podbean, please follow us. Please like us. Leave us comments, whatever it may be. Remember, two public channels, Voice of People USA Radio channel and VOP Network channel. Voice of People USA Radio is for your politically themed shows. VOP Network is for everything else. Fun stuff, different stuff, different topics, different ideas, different perspectives from all around the world launching soon. Shout out to our friends of the Age of Radio Network for, um, well, not just network, but distribution, whatever it's called. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing our live streams and also making our archives available. Shout out to radio.uk.co for sharing us all over Europe. Shout out to our friends in Asia. Thank you always for tuning in. Our friends in Australia as well. I forgot to give you a shout out. I I apologize, but thank you. And uh, what else? As always, find us on demand on Spotify, Voice People USA Radio. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcast. Uh, find us on iHeartRadio. Stitcher, uh, Podcast One, find us on ah, the Liberty and Freedom Radio Network, which is a huge entity that has a 20, uh, I was wrong last night, it's actually a 23 state simulcast with their shows and with their shares and with their live shows, a big base throughout the United States of America. Thank you, guys, old friends coming back into the fold and sharing our live streams and even sharing us on demand in the regular lineup with more, more sponsors, more distribution to come. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate it. Like us on Facebook at Voice of People USA Radio fan page. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a share. And as always, we thank you for your support. Without you, we would be nothing. So thank you for the gifts that you've been sending in Podbean here. I appreciate it. Again, I don't like asking for it, but believe me, every little bit, every dollar will be accounted for and helps with what we're doing and where we're going and what we'll be bringing you going forward. And again, I ask you, please share the show, put it out there, 
and enjoy the chat room and i will try to pay attention with that our friend from the great 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 north <laughs> our friend from canada Tony, how you doing up? dan doing good man how you doing pretty good can't complain can't complain we're, we're having nice weather and uh, things are getting back to normal uh here uh, slowly slowly amen good to that not here, but hey, good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I want to tell you a little thing. Uh, one of my friends, uh, she's a Venezuelan. She's an activist uh, down there. And she just sent me a photo, photo of one of the co-founders of uh, Black Lives Matter pictured with Maduro giving, giving him an, a uh, human rights um, prize. <laughs> How disgusting is that? Does that surprise Wait, you? <laughs> for the viewers at home, who's Maduro? Oh, Maduro is a, the, uh, the Venezuelan t dictatorship. Dictator. Yes. Oh, sugar night. That's bad. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, Doesn't surprise me. I mean, again, it, it falls in line with what we've been talking about this entire show. Black Lives Matter, in theory, isn't even all that wonderful. But Black Lives Matter, the organization, is literally run by globalist, Nazi, racist, communist agendas and backers. So when you donate to it, you're donating to the people that would they want you to die or they want you to live in a communist utopia, a socialist, whatever. These are the people you're donating to. You know, George Soros doesn't need your money. He takes your money and puts it right back in the programs to oppress you and suppress you and elect people, which mean you harm and want you dead and to empower Bill Gates and his vaccination world tour. Maduro. I mean, it, again, look at look at the oppression brought upon the Venezuelan people. It's just it's it's disgusting. I, when I saw that, I, I said it's disgusting. And, and then they say all only black lives matter. Give me a break. Exactly. Give me a break. Give me exactly. a break. This this organization is bullshit, and I'm not going to support something like that. Especially, the, they're supporting a Maduro the, uh, regime. No way. No way. Yep. I dude, I agree. I'm happy. I'm happy you said that because there, there again is the the perfect example of what I've been trying to outline to people. You know, again, we may have different political beliefs, different backgrounds, whatever it is, but here we are. You know, we're three people, different perspectives, different this, but we could all agree on one very important aspect that people need to do their research and understand what you are blindly supporting because what you are supporting is actually evil and is actually meant to control and harm you and bring about your destruction versus any type of social change. Tony, I said before. I said, it, it pisses me off with all lives matter. It pisses me off with black lives matter. I look mm -hmm. at a person and I see a person. I don't look at their color. I don't look at their hair color. I don't look, I don't care if they're gay, straight, friggin' into friggin' rulers and, and pencil. I don't care. Like I, it's the ones that preach to us about, about, you know, social justice and preach to us how we should be a better person. They are the most prejudiced an oppressive and mostly racist, racist person. Yes. 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 You know? They project their own biases and racism and prejudices onto those who they then say they're the problem, not us. Tony, it's like I said, it's literally, literally the white man or communist running Black Lives Matter, and people don't get it. 
They don't get it's it. Communist. You know, it's communist. It's left leftist communists that run BLM. Yep. You know. And again, how far have we fallen as a society when we cannot when it's wrong to say people are human? That's it. That's racist. No. No. Because people don't they don't want that. They don't I, it's like I so funny. There was a comedian, his name is Michael Che. He said something and it's kind of like not what you said, but it's kind of like but I'm kind of I'm, I'm gonna flip it to what you said. He was he was saying a joke about how black lives are just saying how black lives matter. Not saying how they only matter, but they only matter a little bit, right? The way the way how people see it is that they don't they don't wanna look at that understanding that people are saying black lives matter. Also, other lives matter. They're, they they want to see it as if you do not agree that Black Lives Matter right now, you are a racist, you are pro-Trump. White supremacist. Yep. White supremacist. You're all these things. And it's like, why? Why can't, why can't just, just like how Dan said, why can't it be, yeah, Black Lives Matter, but also this and this and this is not right. Yep. But pe- they don't want to, I don't know. Again, everything's binary. Everything's ones and zeros. One's either you're with the blacks or you're against the Black Lives Matter movement. You're either with Trump or you're against Trump. You're either with the Mexicans being in cages or you're with Trump building a wall. There's no in-between anymore. And I feel well, like as a country, we fell on that. Well, it's also, let, let's, let's be honest. World. Let's, let's be honest. The fact that we don't have truth in media the media has been the fourth branch of government forever. And honestly, what ups- upsets me is, and I'm not knocking you with this, Charming. I'm just using this as an example. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, Trump Trump putting people in cages. It started under Obama. Legitimately started mm-hmm. under Obama. Yeah. Trump went in and gave them schooling, gave them food, gave them this, gave them that. Actually put in essentially a job course style program into those centers. But we don't talk about that. No, no, no. Trump did this bad. Trump, Obama dropped the ball with H1N1 and millions of people got sick, died, everything else. He gets a pass, but Trump mm-hmm. oh, he's bad. You see, and that's what I mean. It's the biases that they yeah. now project onto the world. And it's like, it doesn't matter where you, where you fall or where you believe, what you believe, you, whatever it is, you're going to be wrong to somebody and they're going to tell you how wrong you are for being a human being yeah. and having the ability to think freely. Now, Tony, mm-hmm. I never asked yes. you this before. Um, what's yeah. what's your nationality? I'm Italian. Okay, so you're Italian, charming. You're what? Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican and I know third French. Okay, so here we go. We have a, a whole a whole cluster different backgrounds here. You know, when we have Larry Pinkney come on, guess what? He's black, and he's going to tell you the exact same things that we're saying to you now. And oh, Bill no, be sellout. Uh, no, well, they're gonna say he's a white supremacist, mm-hmm. and that's that. And he even told me that he goes, "Understand <laughs> when I come on, they're gonna be calling me a neo-Nazi all damn day." And, it, and that, <laughs> again, but you see, these are the expectations, and when we accept the expectation, and we don't, we lower our standards, and we don't call out the true cancer of this world, then it's on us. You see, we we acknowledge the fact that oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get in trouble when we say this. We're gonna get bashed when we say this because it's like we're we're whipped dogs. We're beaten mm-hmm. into submission. So platforms like this, shows like this, it's bad because you have people of different 
different nationalities, different political beliefs from different countries, still finding common ground and commonality. That is the enemy of oppression, fascism, and communism. That is the enemy of all those entities that sit here and proclaim that they are here to save you. They're here to free you. But in reality, they're the ones that are going to put you in those camps, put you on those cattle trains, you know, whatever it may be. They are the ones doing it, but they're doing it backhanded. So when people like us speak up and talk about these things, we are now the new, we're the Nazis. We're the bad ones because we question the narrative and we call it out for what it is. That's the point of all of this, that when people out there wake up and realize that you are bigger than a narrative and bigger than an agenda and you are free thinkers capable of formulating your own opinion and taking your own stance, whatever it is. I'm not telling you to be pro-Trump. I'm not telling you to be Republican. I'm not telling you to be Democrat. I'm telling you, we're all telling you, be you. Be yourself, but be wise to what they're doing to you. Wake up to the fact that you have people out there that tell you they love you, but are the first ones that will kill you. And in a blink of an eye, they will take you out. Because in, the, in their mind, that's for climate change. That's for climate justice. That's for social justice. That They justify their wrongdoings. And I'm not saying that as an example, an extreme example. I'm being literal. As I've screamed on this show from the blog talk days, to years ago to now, their sole objective, their main objective beyond microchipping, beyond the facial recognition, beyond the social credit score. At the end of the day, there's a on Tucker Carlson tonight on Fox News. And also, um, I will I got to find the link. There's a new documentary out of a nurse, an army veteran from New York City that's exposing what they did in New York at the hospital, putting ventilators in people that tested negative, knowing full the survival rate of on a ventilator with COVID-19 was about what? 20%. 20%? Yeah. Yeah. And that right there, that's my point. They got paid 59,000 and 39,000 per every ventilator. They shoved down your throat and knew what they did because they don't view you as a person. There's a reason why they took out the Hippocratic oath because they're hypocrites. Okay, they got rid of that because money is God. Power is God. Big Pharma is God. Mm -hmm. The globalists are God. They want you dead. They need you dead. And if you're not dead, they want you sick. They want you controlled. They want you drugged. And they want you hooked on the poison that they're selling you. Mm -hmm. But don't worry. They'll sell you the cure. And then they'll sell you the cure for the symptoms caused by the cure until you die. You're not allowed to have a funeral because of COVID-19. But our fake martyr, sorry, truth hurts, our fake martyr to serve a political objective is allowed to have a funeral. You see three of them. You had three yes. of them. Exactly. You see what I mean? Here's this is the, the truth bitch slapping you right now. Okay? It is common sense. It is out there. It is right there. Right there. It's up to you to take that knowledge, to take the obvious and run with it and do more with it. Speak up, speak out, stand up, be loud. Because the louder you are, the more fearful they are because they fear one thing that if they really wanted a response, if they really wanted a response to their failed attempt at race riots all across this country, they know damn well how it would go. It would be very bad for them. 
that movie. Just as many Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, Dominicans, mm-hmm. Chinese, Japanese, white people, Irish, Russian, Italian, all taking up arms and putting them down quickly. We don't do it because we're civilized, but you can only push somebody so much, but they want that response. They're bashing Trump for deploying the military in this country when he never actually did because they're trying to provoke the response. They're trying to provoke us. They're trying to provoke you to buy into their propaganda, to take the bait, to do what they need you to do to push forward their objective. Be bigger than that. They fear us coming together and they fear a united response, not just in America, but worldwide. The COVID lie was spread so maliciously spread throughout the world. But notice the, the countries with like in Italy. Okay, the Italian government has been basically started to take over by populists, became the first testing case for Bill Gates's uh, little uh, friggin uh, uh, vaccines for the flu, which ended up making people uh, more vulnerable and susceptible to COVID-19, got them sicker. The death rate's higher. Populist countries starting to take power. Shut it down. Brazil, populism. Shut it down. Philippines, populist. Shut it down. Shut it down. UK, we got Boris Johnson sick in the hospital. Now he's right on board with the rest of us. Brexit was for nothing. You see, this is an attack. It's a concerted, coerced effort done intentionally to squander your freedom, your liberty, your happiness, your health, your livelihood, and your way of living. When you realize that, when you reach that plethora, when you cross that line, then you see things for what they are, and then you take control of your life and say, fuck you to the ones that want to oppress us, and fuck you to your one-world bullshit. We're going to stand against you, and we're going to fight you, but we're going to do it and not the way you want us to. We're going to do it through strength, through speaking, through activism, through politics, through shows like this, through networks like this, whatever it is, coming together and expanding the conversation and bringing everybody in, everybody into the fold, a united front, that is what they fear the most. They need you oppressed, they need you divided, they need you hating each other, and they need you sick, and they need you to die. The Agenda 21, Agenda 30 is all about reducing the world's population by at least one-third. Bill Gates proudly proclaims it. That's what they want. Do you trust that man to give you a vaccine? I said it once. I'll say it again, right? Mm. If you come and try to force a vaccine on me, I will go to jail for life because whoever is the one trying to rape my body with their needle, I will kill. And that is when you take up arms. Hearing that, that's not a threat. That's not a threat. That's just a projection of what will happen. They want that to happen, but it's what will happen. But then that overwhelming force is something they'll never be able to understand, never able to never expect, never be able to take. Okay, you push people far enough, they will respond, but not how you want them to respond, not how you need them to respond. They're going to respond in a different way, in a way that brings forth power and strength through unity, through exposing of your evil, of your corruption, of your violence, of your death, of your death camps, of your concentration camps, of all your contorted, perverse ideas. You are Satanist. You are Satanist. You believe in nothing but the power of evil and death and monopoly and control. 
The world needs to wake up and it's happening. And every time it happens, something new, some other pandemic, some other attack, there'll always be something else, something else lined up, ready to throw down on the world. Oppress the Philippines more, oppress Brazil more, oppress America more, oppress the UK more. They want freedom. Not allowed. Not allowed. Freedom is not allowed. Liberty is not allowed. Your right to choose the way you want to live and how you want to live it is not allowed they will tell you how you could live they will tell you how you could shop how you could eat they will tell you satanist i see in the chat room satanist the actual satanic church is about a belief in yourself and not a belief in satan at all which is kind of funny no one ever actually knows that but you take the time to read the bible read the satanic bible read the quran read the it's actually very interesting but people never do so let me reword that it's a belief in evil but power it's, it's almost a, uh, a, a demonology type thing. The globalists ascribe to something very, God, you can go back historically. I mean, you go back through, uh, I can't think of the, oh God, what are the big, uh, the globalist uh, Bilderberg group, their meetings. Um, there's more than that though. The ones in the woods where they do the fake sacrifice and all this crazy stuff. It sounds crazy, right? It sounds um, Bohemian Grove where they, they essentially, they burn an effigy of a child and they, this is, this isn't conspiracy. This is legitimate. This is what they do. Why do people in power do this? Because they believe in death, destruction, and unfortunately, the exploitation and death of children. They get off over it. I don't understand why. So it's not satanic. It's not. It's something more. It's something sicker. It's something darker. But it's about a belief that they'll merge with the AI and they'll become gods and all of us will bow to them, right? It sounds sick. It sounds crazy. What's crazier and what's sicker is the fact that it's true. And I'm going to shut up, but my point in all of this is they fear what they cannot control. And what they cannot control I is an awoke, awoke, I hate saying woke, an awakened populace, not mm -hmm. nationwide, but worldwide, who can stand mm -hmm. together and put political differences aside and come together and unite against the evil that is trying to bury us all. That's it. I'm sorry, gentlemen. Please have at it. Start talking. Um, no, I agree with you, Dan, um, 100%. And exactly as you said about the big pharma stuff, that's exactly what I was saying about um, about the COVID, how nobody's telling people to exercise and just to be healthy, but they're telling them, hey, you got to get this pill, though. You know, like it's nobody's. And then that's that's the real, like you said, that's the real danger, right? When When somebody realizes... Oh, I don't need you. I don't need academic. I, I don't need academia. I don't need big pharma. I don't need um, banks. I don't need um, loans. You know, I could do this on my own. They fear that more. That's why in the hood, you know, they they get more kids to oh, you have to go to college rather than oh, let's start let's start making you an, a young entrepreneur. You know, let's start making you own your own business. But in schools. They'll push everybody to get a, what is it, a visual art? No, not visual, a liberal arts degree. Of course. You know, they'll they'll put everybody in 80K debt for a liberal arts degree. And then they'll go, oh, yeah, but at least you have a degree. Go off into the world. Mm, but what is that liberal arts you. degree going to do? Yeah, we, we now own you. Your debt, your hours. You know, no matter what you do, your hours. You know, like, let's, again, this is why I say you, if the urban community wants to fight back, against the white man, my my brothers and my sisters, it's not hard. Own a business. 
It starts off, why you think in, in the hood, all these bodega people, they're not stressing. Every bodega man in the Bronx has a BMW, a Mercedes Benz, a Rolls Royce, an expensive car. Why? Because they're building their own community. They're building their own future. They don't have to worry about student loans. Why? Because yeah, I bust my ass seven days a week in a bodega. My kid's gonna go to any 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 college she she wants. That's how we do it. The Jewish people have been doing it for years, and they're still doing it now. They're winning. Gentrification is taking over New York City, other other inner inner city places. Why? Because they're growing and then within themselves. Our Spanish community, let's do that. Our black community. Let's do that. Nobody wants to help each other. It's always, nah, you do it on your own. And if you do good, let me know. I'm I'm gonna hop on with you. Nobody it's wants modern, to follow it's what? modern day segregation. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also I think also the the towns do the same thing, if I'm not mistaken, in the States. The what? Much, yeah. The Italians. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Little Italy in New York was and my dad used to do a lot of construction work for the little italy and the bronx community mm -hmm. bro they are a tight community they take care of their own if you if you if you are if you are italian living in little in little italy you don't gotta pay for your bread you don't gotta pay for your hoagies you don't gotta pay for your subs you know you all taken care of we don't we don't do that in our black communities we don't even do that in our hispanic communities you know it's always nah get it yourself you a bum you're a low life but then, but then when, when crisis hits, it's, oh, we got to stick and stand by our community. You wasn't standing, you wasn't standing by your community before George, George Floyd died. You wasn't standing, yeah. you wasn't standing by your community when, when, when people needed jobs and you was like, oh no, we only want the white man to work there because, because they have um, professional businesses and because they have a professional resume, you know, we're not helping our own. And wow, and we we can't ask the white men to help us if we don't if we don't help ourselves. We're not showing, we're not showing maturity. We're not showing adult adultness in this age of our country. You know, like I like a hundred percent. I understand that um, America is not is not perfect. And if you look at any other country in the world, they're not perfect either. No, there's you no know? country that's perfect. Yeah, no, no country, country that's perfect. perfect. Every. Every country, my my old college professor used to always used to always say every gate, every great country has a has closets of red of red sin in, inside of it. Every country has that, and like and, uh, our, uh, America, America is guilty for that. But what America doesn't like to do is that we like to brush things under the rug, you know. Oh yeah, yeah it happened. And I want to, okay. I want to make another point. Also, they want to def defund the police, right? They did that in yeah. Baltimore. Look what happened in yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. The the yeah. the homicide well, rates are just the homicide rates just went up the roof. They defunded the oh, police yeah. in Baltimore. Yep. Yep. From, yep. Uh, two years ago. Yep. In in 2013, yeah. what happened there? Yep. Fell yeah. apart. And they ushered in a whole new wave of police corruption and, and entities that came in after the fact because it was all politicized and done. Yes, it was all by design around the same time as the um, the quote Arab Spring is the same time they were doing that stuff in the States. Because, again, people are focused over here, not watching the shell game. What's going on over here? All an agenda, all an agenda. And a Bush and Obama were on the same page of that agenda. It's it's sick. And, you know, here's something that I could speak to. And, and again, people want to ignore history, but, you know, I'm tired of hearing about the plight of, and I, I've seen this coming up again, of the illegal immigrant, 
the plight of the illegal immigrant. I say illegal immigrant and somebody will say I hate Mexicans because they're stupid. So, again, the no, ones no. that are the ones that are coming out saying that they're all for the illegal, they give it a race. I say illegal. You give it a race. All right. But you want to you want to equate illegal alien rights to civil rights. How dare you? You want to equate illegals to Ellis Island. Listen, you want to talk about I, I respect anybody who wants to come to any of our to Canada, to America, come the right way and do it the right way because they want to be a part of something bigger and better. And they want to contribute and, and make a better life for their families. I'm about that. Yep. I'm not about ending immigration. I'm about making it one, a little bit easier and two, doing it the right way in fairness. Right. Mm-hmm. But people don't want to talk about this. And I'm only half Italian, but still. People don't want to talk about this. Do you know what the Italians had to go through when they came to America? Mm-hmm. You think they, they were giving, shit. were they given social security, free housing, uh, free health care? They took their name. They gave them shit. They didn't teach them the language. You got the crap jobs making a dollar or two dollars a day, whatever it may be. Same thing with the Irish. Same thing with the Polish. Same thing with the Germans. Same thing. So there's there's so many different nationalities and races of people that could sit there and say oh yeah well what about our oppression what about this what about what we went through but people don't focus on that because it's not politically opportune enough it doesn't benefit what they're trying to gain now the democrats have power in these states and these cities but elect more democrats because we'll make it better for you even though we've broken it for the last 50 60 70 80 years so it doesn't fit so if you want to talk about one you had best talk about all i say this all the time you have things in spanish and things in english okay if you want to be fair i want another 150 languages attached to that because you talk about fairness and you better do it right what's good for one is good for all most people that sit there and say oh you hate mexicans illegals are mexicans or they say oh puerto ricans i i laugh at that too you don't even know that puerto ricans are actually considered illegal in the united states of america they're part of america but you don't know that you know the difference between a puerto rican a guatemalan a, a, a dominican you have no idea but yet you 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 project your righteousness onto the world. I, I kindly say to those people, shove it up your ass with your your grandstanding and your politicizing of everything because it's stupid. You look you look the fool. So what I'm getting at here is people do not talk about the many classes of people, the many nationalities of people from all over that have been oppressed and have been screwed over. My dog is getting angry. They don't do that because <laughs> it doesn't benefit. My thing is. We don't have to sit there and say, well, we need forgiveness for what we did here. We need forgiveness for what we did here. What we need to say is this is where it's at. This is how we move forward in the exact opposite way of the, what they want us to do and come together stronger and unite and fight for all instead of fighting for one or fighting for one agenda or fighting for one political party. Coming together as a, as a society, as humans, as regular people coming together. That's where we need to be. Learn from the past, but don't repeat the past, and don't be hung up on the past because a lot of us have a lot of reason to bitch, moan, whine, and complain. But you don't see Italians and Irish and uh, and Jews and Germans and Austrians and Polish and Chinese and Filipinos and uh, Jesus Christ. The list goes on and on and on. They don't. They're not asking for reparations. They're not asking for this. They're not asking for that. No. We only have the one because they think it's a way to rope in an entire grouping of people out of disrespect and how little they care about those people that they claim to be fighting for. It's a joke. It's disgusting. It's distasteful. And it's wrong. And the ones that say that the world is racist for not believing in their social pontification of righteousness, they are the biggest. Yes. Yes. They're the biggest racist and oppressors of the world's ever seen or known. Okay. Sorry.
I have a, I have a, I have a question. So let's say if, right, in a hypothetical world, right, every white man agrees, you know what? We fucked up, right? We did wrong. Racism is wrong. We take it back. And then let's say, right, we give the black, every black person, every person, every person part of the black community, we give them a, uh, something like how we gave the Jewish people when they, when they realized how wrong they were, like we give them a whole island, right? We give them a whole land, right? We, we can give the black people, we give them like a, uh, money and stuff like that, right? And everybody's okay. Yeah, but what remember one thing. Believe... Believe... Wait, sorry. Yeah, yeah, but hold on. Wait, but what, what makes us believe that the next time a random non-racist cop kills a douchebag person, that doesn't become another Black Lives Riot. You know, like when is when is forgiving going to be okay? They apologized. Now let's let's start to move on. You know, when are we going to when when is when when is that conversation going to happen? Because these past few weeks, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've been seeing a lot of white people apologize. A lot of white people take take admiration, even if it was for ratings and views and, and whatever it is. They they've still admitted to it. They said, look, we are wrong. Right. So that's something. So now what's the next agenda? Are we still going to protest? Are we still going to say Black Lives Matter? Because now the white people are now agreeing with us saying, OK, we're on your side. Now, what's the next? Now, what's the next move? What's the big change? This is something that we that this happened with Trayvon Martin. This happened with all the other all the other black people. Breonna Taylor. Every time they died, we, we protested. Somebody came up and said, all right, we messed up. And then there was no secondary action. There was no. OK, this is going to be a changing period now. It just, again, like how Herbie said, we're doing insanity. White people are saying, I'm sorry, we're forgiving them. We're taking uh, Black Lives Matter, painted on the streets, all the way to the White House as a as a gift. And it's like, no, what's the real, what are we really going to do? If you guys just raided and looted Target for all this, to just to be heard, to get change, where is the change now? It doesn't exist. And I will never, and I'll tell you this, just to, and Tony, I want you to go back to your point. But I'll yeah, say that. I'm sorry, sorry never, for cutting you off. No, 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 it's my fault. No, I said the the Jews got the the money because that was their money from from the, that they stole from them. That's why they got that money back. If I'm not if I'm not wrong. Oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I was just saying exactly. I was saying like any way that we could compensate, any way the white man could compensate for the black community to show, like, hey, even if it's not money, even even if it's something, even if we give them an entire state. Right, we give them an entire state. Hey, look, man, this is y'all land. Y'all can make your own laws. Y'all still follow the United States, but you know, this is y'all. This is where y'all create y'all nation now. Because that's and, that's worked out great for the uh, the Indians, right? You have reservations yeah. now. Yeah. You have people on reservations oh, yeah. being being held like socialists, not being treated like absolute. And nobody talks about that corruption. Native Americans are yeah. being oppressed on their yeah. own reservations and i will say this as a white person i'm not i'll be damned if i'm going to apologize for anything that's happened in the past i'm going to say shut the fuck up nut up man up and get over it and move on shut the hell up with your bullshit reasoning from wanting yeah. to be a victim because i'm sorry i'm not going to apologize for what was done and unless you you want to play that game good i want you to i'm i'm irish i'm italian and whatever else i want apologies to all the italians i want yeah. apologies to all the irish i want apologies to all that we can look back it, it goes on and on it goes on on and on and on and on exactly i'm not gonna finish exactly you know and to what you were going for there but tony i mean jesus christ world war ii i mean people people should understand that hitler was funded by rothschilds by thomas mm -hmm. watson who mm -hmm. was the founder of ibm and also yep. funded by british jews to do yep. what they did so 
Listen, let's, I, not, I, let's not also talk about the Nazis in Germany when 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 the Germans lost the war. All those Nazi scientists that made the gas, America, the juice, they came to America, America and did great and did quote unquote great. I think the guy that got the the gas that created the gas to kill the Jews, I think he won a Nobel Prize. The for one something who else. Type 1B. Yes, he did. And yeah, uh, oh man, yeah, yeah, there. There's right. We got to start putting up links and start putting up attachments. Yeah, sites. Yeah, yeah, sites. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's I'm so much that. to talk about. And I want to do a show dedicated to Paperclip, to Operation Mockingbird, to um, all mm. the, the different blackout programs that were done. That's why I laugh when somebody said, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist because you said the uh, COVID-19 was created as a bioweapon. There's no such thing as bioweapons. We literally – we're not what? the only ones who took the SS into our, our country. Other countries did too, and they – Argentina. Argentina. Oh, Argentina. That was this, the Fourth Reich, the home of the Fourth Reich. I mean – Bioweapons are not real. <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. But listen, listen, I'm going to do a break. We have, we have 19 minutes left. I got I to gotta do this right now because, Tony – I yeah. said earlier I emailed you and I hadn't heard back from you and I realized I didn't email your correct email address. Sorry. So <laughs> okay. So no, it's not. But I own when I screw up. I own it. I'm it for the world to hear. So it Tony, happened. yes. Here's a question for you. Are you interested in joining the lineup for Tuesday nights? Uh, yes. Yes. Outstanding. Outstanding, because this Tuesday night we're launching the the premiere of the VOP USA radio show at seven o'clock on Podbean, and I wanted to publicly invite you to join the new co-host lineup for that show. If you're down, okay. that would be awesome. Okay, I'm go. Now we have and a representative in Canada. This is dope. <laughs> no, I love it because I know I've seen the email and I know you're going to do your own show, and I'm excited yeah. about that. The network side, but like, damn it. I like when you jump on because you, you add so much to the conversation, and I love you for that. And that's why I want the Tuesday night show to really have a different feel. And I want people that bring different perspectives to the table. And that's why mm -hmm. I meant I asked you an email that I looked earlier. I'm like, how come he didn't respond? I'm like, oh, I'm a dumbass. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know who the hell I emailed, but whatever. If that person responds and says that, because it was sent somewhere, if they respond and say they want to join, I will boot them. So awesome. Welcome to the also, family, Tony. Thank you. I also love that tone that when Tony came in here, he already had stuff to say. Like he's like, hey, I got scoop on the Black Lives Matter movement. I was like, oh, like I like that. Like that's pretty dope. He's always ready to go. And I love that shit. That, that, you know, as you know, the Thursday night show, I'm gonna work on doing some sort of structuring a little bit, but we're a little bit more uh, you know, fly by the seat of our pants. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we've been doing forever so it's kind of like it's staying true to what it's always been i guess you could say but the tuesday night show it's something different and i'm excited about where it's going and i'm just i'm really happy to have you on board charming on board obviously mike coming back in you know uh, melanie's gonna be on it's gonna be a whole different feel and i love that so thank you man we love you <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, is, this is dope man i feel like the vop empire is getting bigger and bigger that's the plan matt free speech world uh, as alex jones always says, says 1776 worldwide free speech worldwide unity worldwide you know an empire of of actual free thought and opinion and i love it i love it i love it i love it chat room thank you for the gifts and love i've seen some i missed some i'm sorry Thank you, as always, for your engagement. There, our engagement score is the highest it's ever been. Pod points, we're at we're at 680. 
We our highest is 801. So if we crest, if we pass that, awesome. If not, either way, I love you all for doing what you're doing, and thank you so much for that. Um, okay, so I, I'm gonna try not to pontificate and just go off and and go on and on and on. I will do my podcast sometime in the next few days. I said I was gonna do it last week. I did it. I will because obviously I have too much to say. So, uh, <laughs> but Tony. Yes. What else? Me. What else you want to bring up, man? In our final sixteen I, minutes, I want to talk. But over here, the 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 prime minister, uh, he kneeled down at the the Black Matters uh, pro- protest here in Ottawa, and uh, no, but the, the, they here in Canada, they're all hypocrites because they, they they do one thing and then they'll 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 just like like when the Time comes to do something, they just like won't do it. Yeah. So this is just yeah. for for public like, appearance. Yeah, That's I all feel it like is. The kneeling, I feel like the whole world kneeling and all that stuff. Like the, there's this Korean K-pop band, a BTS. They know they they donated to Black Lives Matter. I feel like I I love that it's dope that they're like the world is is like con- contributing. But I feel like exactly sure. like what Dan said earlier, I feel like literally every the world is just doing it just to become relevant. You know, like yes. hey, I'm gonna. Like, you know, your prime minister, he's a dope dude. I'm a fan of him, at, at most definitely. But I'm very sure that him kneeling was for him to, for, for him to get his polls up. A thousand. That's times. it. The, the polls and to have his votes in. That's, yeah. that's it. Because, yeah. because he's yeah. a mon- minority government right now. So he needs the votes. This is all about votes. That's all it is. When is, when is your election year? We don't uh, in four years, but the thing is that right now, if the the government is gonna fall, if there's a there's a law and the op- opposition parties don't pass it, then the government will fall. Yeah. Mm, okay. Because so, right so now Trudeau Canada, is a minority go- government. It's a, a minority government, but with this COVID thing, he's taking advantage of it because it's uh, we're under emergency law right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's what a, that's that's what Dan said that in a episode a while back too. How throughout this pandemic, a lot of uh, well, he was saying for our country, but I guess Canada does it too. Where our country was kind of gonna abuse the pen was gonna use the are. pandemic. Yeah, yeah, we already are. Yeah, I want to make also another around the world too. That's crazy. It's, I'm gonna make another point. It, there's a the gov- uh, I'm in the province of Quebec. There's a law 61 that's coming out. This is about the infrastructure. Uh, projects that no environmental uh, uh, no environmental they, they're gonna if they want if they if they need your land they're gonna just take your land and and you yes. can't say nothing no yes. that's a lot what yeah it, this is law 61 that's that's they're passing here in our province and agenda getting, 21 uh, what? agenda 21 yeah yo dan are they gonna do that all, are they gonna try to do that over here too they already have. They've been doing. They they have something in America in lots of small towns, municipalities, which people don't talk about, and it's a code word for Agenda Twenty One, as implemented in nineteen eighty nine, activated in nineteen ninety one. They reduce cops with a higher blight, B L I G H T, blight enforcement officers. And what that is, somebody from the municipality could come and say, "Your property, you don't need that much. We're taking it from you." Eminent domain be damned. We're taking your property because it's blight. We're taking your house because it's blight. It's blight. And they've been doing it. Unfortunately, Canada has been slowed to the Mexico. Mexico got nailed with that. They didn't even know what hit them. But Canada yeah. has been slow to that, but it's been they've been getting affected by it. It's all agenda twenty one crap. That is So that Tony, is- in your place it's happening t- agenda twenty one is happening heavy over there? 
in Quebec. It's, right, it's right? starting, but people are waking up to it. People are waking yep. up to it. That's the thing. So, so what's so what's the freedom in in Canada? If you don't mind me asking, is it similar to the freedom in America, like freedom of speech? You can yeah, yeah, it's arms, similar. It's it's, it's yeah, it's it's but it's similar. But I think there's it's more open here. There's not as much restrictions as in America. Okay, um, that's wow. So so if it's more open over there, so that means that if they get this through in Canada. It's more likely gonna happen in America if it's if Canada is more open. No, but this is going is going through Quebec. I'm just talking about my province. I don't know what's going on in Ontario. Ontario, is, I don't think so. They're doing something like that. But I know that in Quebec right now, they're doing something like this. They're trying to do. They're they're, they're trying, trying to do it. Yes. What What's funny is they expected. Um, I can't think of his name, and I, I don't want to say it wrong. The Mexican president, who everybody thought was like this uh, wonderful Bernie Sanders socialist, he's actually been very. He could do more, but he's been better than what a lot of people expected. I mean, crush the cartels. You might actually liberate a lot of uh, your country, but nevertheless, the corruption is it is what it is there. But what they want, and I do not like Trudeau, obviously, some things he does, I support other things. It is what it is. But again, I've already made that known. Regardless, yeah. same thing could be said about any country. Right. But the thing mm-hmm. that I do like, I don't know if I trust Trudeau completely. But he did do the USMC with Mexico and America, which I liked because that was a shot against the NAU, the North American Union, the European Union, a Hitler idea and the UN, a Hitler idea and the World Health Organization, a Hitler idea were only part of it. Uh, The European Union was supposed to be phase one, the North American Union phase two and the Asian Union phase three. And so far, even though we may not like, you know, all of Trudeau's politics or you may not like all of Trump's politics or um, I can't think of his name in in Mexico. I'm so sorry. Uh, The president there, they've all three of them have fought against the expansion of it. Thank God. Thank God, because it's bad. It's very, very bad. And, and it goes with what I said, right? With the not everything's binary, you know? Like, not everything's not all bad. Like, you know, Trump, again, like how you feel about the prime minister. Again, I was never really a fan of Trump from back from the apprentice days. But I don't mind Trump from what he's doing as a president because it's like, you know, coming, looking, looking with the, without the Trump hater aids on, you see, yeah. okay, he's not the best president. Granted, but he's doing shit that 44, if I'm not mistaken, 44 other presidents talked about doing and did not do never so never did it and it's so not give him the roses yeah and it's and, just and all, with trudeau go ahead go ahead i'm sorry yeah you. and and also the the all the um the, the army generals that are going against trump are all people from bush the, yes. the bush era yes and, and all the people now, that we didn't even like but now, now we're trusting them now they're you know heroes. why you know why because oops sorry <laughs> you're good Trust me, that still doesn't beat the song that Dan put on earlier. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, no, what I was saying is that because uh, when uh, what's what's his name Jeff Jeff Bush was in Florida. Yeah, Jeb. Yeah. Jeb and yeah. Uh, and Trump went went against him. I think yeah. that's why sh- that's why they're doing this because they never forgave Trump for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all pettiness. It's not, you know, and then that goes with everything. If you look at if you look at someone in like your in like your acquaintances, right? They will they will try to tell you, "Oh, I got a problem with such and such," and they will try to make it this big justifiable problem. But then when you really get down to the truth, 
it's something so petty. Like, yo, why aren't you talking to, to this guy? Oh, he didn't invite me to the to the to the birthday party, or he didn't invite me to smoke. You know, it works the same way with our leaders. Our leaders are petty as hell. I I look at the White House uh, press secretary, what she said yesterday when asked by the media, what does President uh, Trump have to say about the Republicans that have criticized him? What does President Trump have to say about the Democrats and the Republicans that are condemning him? What does President Trump have to say? And she looked at the reporter and said, President Trump says this. He doesn't care what they say or think because he's busy on actually doing something. You use him as the demon, as the as the boogeyman for the reason why the whole world is angry. But in reality, he's affecting change and he's affecting the conversation and he doesn't care who angers i loved that yes and, Trump and, that- and fox news didn't didn't post that cnn didn't post that uh whatever news that hates trump didn't post any of that of course not they, they, oh, man. it's it goes it goes with what i said before they talk about the racial injustice and racial inequality and trump is racist trump is racist but he's the only president that actually did criminal justice reform you know and it's like mm-hmm. they don't about this but it's the same thing again even though i dislike trudeau he's done things for canada that have been they've long wanted you know and mm-hmm. it's the same thing with mexico it's the same thing you know look at look at the philippines you know duterte everybody hates duterte around the world but and for the philippines they love him because he's doing for his people they don't like uh Baldazaro from um from brazil but the people love him you see they, they don't fit into the agenda or the narrative, so they have to be demonized, vilified, and attacked by the mainstream media, which is the arm of the globalist propaganda ring. And they have to put out that concerted effort, that concerted message and propaganda as learned by, by um, uh, Goebbels, uh, Goebbels, Goebbels, whatever, from Hitler, propaganda, blah, blah, blah. Goebbels. Yeah. yeah, it's it's this all it's an old tired narrative, but it still very much exists, and that's why they do what they do in a concerted effort to try to silence people from free thinking and actually looking outside and saying, "Hey, what you just said is blatant bullshit," but I have to go along with it because you told me. No, what you just did is blatant bullshit. I don't have to believe you. I could think for myself. I could live for myself. I could act for myself, and they don't like that. All right, so we got <laughs> – I said I wasn't going to rant. See, this is good, Tony. This is why when you actually are part of the show, you could actually jump in and talk more because otherwise I'll just – you know, I, I do what I do and I never shut up. But we have, we have six minutes six minutes left in the show. Our engagement score is at 1,941. Our pod points stop it. Up to 11 Five. Damn! I, thank you Damn. all for the, for the help and the love and the uh, I I uh, I hate it but I appreciate it. Uh, I want you to know, baby girl. I admit defeat on the gift war. You win. <laughs> I was winning for the good first two hours, but I see you was waiting. I see that. <laughs> uh, you're all crazy, but I appreciate it from everybody. Everybody that donated. Thank you, Carrie, Kyla, Baby Girl, Red Rose, Kit Kat, uh, Charming. Stop it. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, we're going to be launching fundraisers. We're going to be launching, um, you know, we're going to be doing T-shirts. We're going to be doing some T-shirts and hoodies. That's coming. I, I'm working on some stuff. Charming. Um, <laughs> we're going to be, we're, yeah, yeah. We're going to do some special um, fan fan-centric things to really engage every one of you 
And come on, somebody and in, in do something. We're at 1,999 engagement score. So send a couple more chats. I don't know. <laughs> Get that up. That's an, uh, that's an awkward number. But uh, seriously, I appreciate the hell out of all of you. <laughs> it didn't go up. Why did it go up? It's supposed to go up. You know, this right, is why we, the Thursday. I'm sharing it. I'm sharing it. I didn't right. share. There you go. Share it with uh, freaking four minutes left. I don't care. Whatever gets that number up. Come on. Come on. You can do it. But uh, seriously, 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 seriously. Uh, Tony? Yes. I wish I wish we had more time and a certain no, somebody no didn't, didn't rant too much and, and take up too much time because that no was really fine. rude of Charming. It's all good. Uh, all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. Uh, stop it. Thank you. We're on 2004 engagement score. Thank you. You shouldn't have done that. Any of you should have done that. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, Tony, I'm excited. I'm excited about you this Tuesday. And that brings me to the, the shameless plugging time. So this Tuesday night on Podbean, the launch of Voice to the People USA Radio Tuesday night edition. And that will be with charming with tony with mike and with melanie and i guess me which i will not i will not talk as much okay the the inevitable plan is for me not to be on tuesday all the time i want everybody else to kind of roll with it and keep the the theme and the spirit alive so then wednesday night 7 p.m eastern well obviously tuesday night that launches at 7 p.m eastern Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Rise of the Noise conversation with Carrie and myself. Every Thursday, you can hear us from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time right here on Podbean. Make sure to check out the other channel, VOP Network Public Channel and the Voice of People USA Radio Channel. One's for politics. One's for all the forthcoming shows we're going to have with entertainers. Um, one's a comedian, uh, sports, everything, random stuff from the VOP Network side. We're going to have lots of contributors. From, from Asia, from Europe, from Australia, from everywhere. It's going to be something cool, something exciting. Make sure to stay tuned to what we do. You could you could definitely check us out at VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com. Like us on Facebook at Voice and People USA Radio fan page. Follow, like, share, whatever. Please share this uh, live stream. Follow us. Keep up with us on Twitter, VOP USA Radio. And remember, find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Podcast One, and everywhere else you find your podcast. Speaker. And a shout out. Uh, shout what? Out. Spreaker? Speaker. Yeah, you always bring up Speaker. Spreaker. Spreaker. Oh, S-P-R-E-A. Oh. Yes. I'm I so know. sorry, Speaker. Please don't. Thank you. Please don't get mad at me. Spreaker. <laughs> Spreaker.com slash VOP USA Radio. And everywhere else you could find us, and I'll try to have our actual real music and commercials pre-recorded played next week. So, Tony, charming, yes. real quick. Any last-minute plugs, words? We got like. Uh, I would like to plug in uh, my game, my gaming stream that I do like every Friday nights, uh, the Gaming Life with Charming Misfit. I have a bunch of my friends. We usually play games, but we usually basically just talk about stuff. It's like our, it's like our place to talk about problems and stuff like that. Not like as political heavy as VOP, but you know we talk about real life things at the at Twitch TV slash uh, Charming Misfit. So check that out. Um, other than that, that's all I got. Tony, any plugs? No, not right now. I'm working on it though. <laughs> <laughs> check out Tony's podcast coming out. Oh yeah, <laughs> soon. But check out Tony Tuesday night where he officially joins the cast. Ooh. 
Yes, 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 yes. With that, I thank you. I thank you all. I thank you, chat room. I thank you, Herbie. I thank you, Dave. Can't wait for Tuesday, Tony. I will email right. you for real. Charming, okay. thank you as always. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Kyla. Thank you, thank you Carrie. Thank we you, love Petros. you. Thank you, um, everybody else. Kit Kat, everybody else I missed in the chat room. We love you all. We appreciate you all. And this has been Dan Smiriglio for Voice to the People USA Radio coming to you live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Remember, VOPUSARadio.com. VOPUSARadio.com. Thank you all until, until freaking love you, RJ. That's my cousin, I think. Um, <laughs> until Tuesday at 7 p.m. and a random podcast to come. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. Later. Sick, sick, sick people. Sick people. Crazy people. Not right in the head. I don't know if you can still hear me, but you're all nuts. It's going to end very shortly. I see blurred out chats. You're not right, but I love you all anyway.